everybody. Welcome to Call to Action Live on this Sunday night. We are here. We're ready to talk about some Schmodown. I'm loving that the chat is all against PLD right now, as they should be. It's quite amusing. So thank you guys for that. <laughs> and joining me this evening, to my right, of my lovely and talented Danielle. How are you doing? Hello, everyone. Uh, I'm doing well. Thank you so much, Kelsey. Thank you for having me on Call Live. Happy Sunday, everyone. So happy Father's Day, day also. Happy, happy Father's, Father's day. day. Happy Father's Day, Paul Denuzio. Uh, big Happy Father's Day to everyone in the chat and uh, everyone we know out there. Uh, this is my favorite one. I just want to throw it out there right now. That I, I will take the blame for that. <laughs> I'll probably take the blame for that, Robert. <laughs> and then down below, speaking of which, PLD, how are you doing this Father's Day? I am doing wonderful. I found out that I, I'm really on brand. My kids all got me gifts for Father's Day. And they all happen to be whiskey tumblers and shot glasses. I guess I'm on brand. I don't know. I must be raising them right, I think, or I'm raising them wrong. I don't know which way to go with them. I want to go with I, right. I say right. I, I think they, they know what they're doing. <laughs> and also, I have Good one point. more interesting story I should say. I'm going to lay it out there now. Everyone, not everyone knows I'm adopted. So I started this whole journey the other day where I'm learning about, I did like the Accessory.com and Journey or 23andMe, and I'm finding these connections. I'm actually finding like my birth family in a way. Not for any real reason. It was kind of like, I want to find out where I came Curious. from. And I also did this whole like genetics thing. And I found out something very scary for me. I'm admitting it live now. I grew up thinking that I was complete Italian because that's my paper said. That's my adoption paper said I was Italian. It turns out I am not Italian at all. Oh, dun, dun, dun. You've been lying to us this whole time. I've been lying to myself. I was lying to. It turns out I am mostly Irish. Oh. I'm Irish and English. The Jameson makes so much sense it now. It makes so much sense <laughs> now. <laughs> I'm yeah. all this stupid fat, all these weird facts about myself. So that, is, that is one of the greatest Easter eggs in the PLD history. Finding out. That That's is a, fascinating, but makes yeah. so much sense now. <laughs> I'm still Italian by uh, as far as like, my other family goes, so I was raised Italian. So I don't know if that counts still, but I'm going to go with it because I can't change change paths now, you know? So. Oh, I like this one. <laughs> Irish. <laughs> it's not wrong. Not wrong. Uh, there Thanks. you go. Yeah. <laughs> Jameson, yep. It all makes sense now. The world is lining up. We're like, okay, now it all makes sense. All right. Well, we have a lot to talk about. Shrodown has been very jam-packed the last few weeks. Last week was, we had a lot to talk about. We have a little less this week, but not by much. We still have a lot to talk about this week as well. Yeah, absolutely. All right. So I guess let's get started with it. Starting with uh, the Damon versus Kemp match. IG. That was a fun match. <laughs> yeah, yeah, give that was a fun match. Uh, I was happy to see... I wanted to see where Alex Damon was because mm -hmm. he had his match against uh, Emily Rose and it was good, but I didn't quite make it as far as I wasn't, I wasn't scared of him. I wasn't ready for him to like, take the next step yet. After this match, I'm a little more of a believer, a little more of a believer. I mean, he got that Star Trek. I mean, I'm jumping ahead already, but he got that Star Trek in the second round and mm -hmm. swept it. Yeah. That's not the right, that's not the star we thought he was. So mm -hmm. that's three categories now that we can be fearful of him. Star Wars, he's obviously, Lord of the Rings, we know. And now Star Trek also seems to be a good strength. So he might be a serious, serious contender at some point. 
Yeah, absolutely. Starting with round one, I it was uh, he was actually behind by a point, and so I'm like, okay, this is kind of what I was expecting from him. I've heard so many good things about. <laughs> I'm sorry, I thought we watched the thread. Chat. <laughs> I do like that. One. <laughs> sorry, that was a good one. Blame <laughs> Peel. Oh my god. <laughs> right, continue. Right. Really quickly, I will say for round one, Jen can't really hold up her own. She's got a lot of hype going behind her. Yep. She's been a family darling for quite some time. Um, she got to participate in the free for all mm -hmm. last year. And I, I think that she's been pretty hyped up, but uh, we got to see her perform. And I think that she performed very well for for this match, especially going up against a champion. Like Alex Damon is a belted champion and she had him in round one. Yeah, she was up by one before when round one ended. So she mm -hmm. she had it. That's 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 where you want to be. Uh, round two is where the game was lost. Like, he got Star Trek, swept it. She got uh, was it Wizarding World, I believe. Wizarding yeah, World. And, and she, she okay. She okay. He stole one as well. He stole points. He stole one. That's a big steal. The big steal when you lose twenty to eighteen. It's a big steal. Yep. Um, she kind of checked down a couple of times. Multiple choice from her. So I don't know if it's out of strength of hers or if she needs to get a little more intense with that. Mm -hmm. Um. Yeah. I mean, my outcome of the match to me was that at the end of the day, I'm thinking Jen has got some good base knowledge. She's just mm -hmm. going to have to step up her game studying wise to yeah. to take it to the next level as far as the, and that's only because Intergeekdom is such a, a intense league at the top tiers. I mean, she's a good, and uh, when uh, Alex and I were doing our reactions for, for these matches, um, when the Wizarding World came up, one of the things that Alex and I both agreed on was that this is this is a, a sneak a sneaky category that gives you deep cuts, and it's a little bit harder than most people think because a lot of us are fans of Harry Potter and feel strong naturally in Harry Potter just from watching the movies. But some of these uh, Harry Potter questions that that we had seen before had been some pretty pretty deep cuts. So Alex and I were both in agreement that that's a that, like that's a sneaky category and that that's a that's a tough category. So she held up pretty well with it, and then we'll talk more about that that category later on whenever we talk about another match this week. Yep. Yeah. yeah, definitely. Another thing about Wizarding World is it has come up a lot recently, like um, a lot. So the questions are just getting deeper and deeper in that category. So yeah, I think she, I think she did well. Uh, she. Did better than me in that category when I was playing along. So, uh, but yeah, we're definitely right. Round two changed the match. Like it went from one direction to the other, leading us to round three, uh, where she did have to answer all of her questions. She got two and five pointer incorrect and the three pointer correct. Uh, Damon only had to answer his two pointer, right. leading us to the 2018 score. So it, it was an interesting match. I learned a lot about both competitors while watching it, uh, learning kind of where they need to study or what their skills <clears throat> are. Like I, like you said, I was very pleasantly surprised with how he, well he did on Star Trek. We now know that is definitely a strength. So, yeah. and uh, as far as Jen goes, like I said, it's a solid debut. Yep. A solid debut. Great. Yeah, I'm great. I'm glad to see another female competitor uh, make a make on a strong debut. Um, she's got some a lot of potential. She's just knows now she's gonna have to tweak it a little bit. <clears throat> maybe just get a little more experience, and maybe that's all she needs. So, I'm good. I'm happy to see her uh, try again after the tournament's over. Or see your next match, rather. Yeah, yeah. I'm actually surprised to see a lot of people say um, that uh, that they weren't sure how Alex Damon was going to do inside of 
inside of this uh, league after even after the the champions match we saw how well he did there he did pretty well in that and then he also did well in the lord of the rings match mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. i i as soon as i saw how well he performed in that match i thought that he was going to be pretty good overall and it, it just seemed like he those are niche categories star wars and lord of the rings like those are pretty deep cut categories for inner geekdom. And I feel like if you can do well in those two categories, you have the potential to do well inside of the entire league. And then now after watching Alex Damon just dominate that Star Trek, uh, that Star Trek category, I think he is definitely someone to look out for in this league. I think he's doing extremely well. And I don't think that anyone should just put it on the back burner just because he's also a, it, it, like a Star Wars competitor. Right. Yeah, that's yes. Chris, Chris has always been very Alex, pro Alex Damon and IG, and I get it. And he's he's starting to pay off for that. Yeah. So uh, it's going to be interesting to see because he's now going to be going up against Brandon Hannah. Well, I know who I want to win that one. <laughs> well, we want to win. Although it's kind of funny. I do want to say that I I can't. I don't want to reveal my source because it, it, it was something I said something backstage or behind the scenes. I don't know if they want this out there or not. So I'm not going to say who this was, but somebody said that to me, they think that Brandon Hanna is going to whoop his ass, and that was surprising to me that it was that strong. Like it was like this thing. Like it was like kind of like, oh, who's going to win this? And, you know, Brandon Hanna is going to whoop his ass because Brandon knows all this stuff. And I'm like, wow. So I mean, that's an, it was an interesting perspective from someone behind the scenes, and I I, I don't want to name names, but it seems like it's. It's gonna be an interesting to see. It's a good. It's gonna be a, a good test for where Alex Damon is at because Brand is definitely in the top tier. Mm -hmm. um, at this point, he's not quite. He hasn't proved himself at the quite at the, the Smith level, obviously yet. Um, but he's definitely competitive with, with everybody up there. Um, so now Alex Damon gets to that level. It's gonna be very interesting to see how that match goes down. Yeah, I'm very interested to see. I think it's gonna be a very good match. I, I. I, th I think we're underestimating Daniel, but after watching this match, I think it's going to be a little bit closer than that. But I do also, unfortunately, kind of see the Hitman winning that one as well. So. No, I actually didn't say he's a handle pizzazz. I didn't say that. I'm just saying mm -hmm. someone else said that. But yeah. go ahead. Go ahead, Danny. What do you think about it? I, I still kind of have, have Alex Damon on this. Um, I think um, this is... This is going to be a big test for Brandon as well. This is one of those matches that I wish we could have seen in studio just mm -hmm. because of storyline uh, storyline story aspects for it. Like Brandon Hanna's, uh, he is just burning bridges left and right. Like just totally getting on a lot of people's nerves. Like just... <sighs> Fucking Brandon Hanna. <laughs> It's so difficult sometimes to talk about Brandon because it's such a it's just a sore subject, and and I don't want like I I don't want him to just be comfortable inside of his house. Like I wish that it could have been something that we could have seen in studio, like Damon right there in front of Hannah, and because Hannah's gonna, I feel like Hannah's gonna try to get away with saying some quips that he wouldn't in person. Right. So I can see that. There's a lot of stuff like that about this match that would have been fun if it would have been in studio, but I'm still really excited about it, and I don't want to put... Um, I still have all of my bet on Alex Damon. I think Damon's going to take this one. I'm actually very interested to see how Alex Damon handles like shit-talking or yeah. anything. 
because he hasn't ever faced anybody that really yeah, not did anything more but basically be respectful and let's play the game. Brian's going to talk some shit. I don't. I mean, I don't know either way how he's going to handle. I don't know if he's going to handle it good or not. I've never seen him try. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm definitely interested to see how, if yeah. that affects him at all or how that mm-hmm. if it gets into his head. We know competitors can get in their head sometimes, and I know that Alex Damon. I have seen myself that in IG he gets a little more. Like he's so knowledgeable in Star Wars. He's so he just is like, yeah, I got this. IG, he has to struggle a little bit more for it. He does. He does like, and a couple of times, I kind of, I kind of sell him a little bit. Like, I wonder if something's there to poke the bear, so to speak. If that will have any effect, I don't know. I don't know, but uh, yeah, I'm very interested to say. Yeah, me too. Absolutely, I'm very excited for that match. That's gonna be awesome. It's gonna be fun. All right, sure. Ray, talk about the next one. Sure. All right, that was not the next one. There we go. So we have Janine versus Humphreys, which was also a very entertaining match. Both, I love Janine. She is such a sweetheart, and Humphreys is so funny that I just love seeing either of them competing. And so I had fun with this match. Uh, I love Janine. You know I love Janine. So and I always just, I, I feel like, She's in a no-end situation. She could have the best game in her life, and somebody's going to find fault with it. Uh, yes. So I, I feel that way with her. It just—I mean, she—she she, it was a great match. It was a great match. Mm-hmm. She, she swept, or not swept. She whipped. She got nine out of ten in the first round. Nine out of ten for sure. Yeah, yeah. Great. I mean, yep. she happened to run it again. It was round two. She ran a little bit of buzzsaw. Humphreys mm-hmm. took Wizarding Worlds, and he swept the round. Mm-hmm. And when somebody sweeps the round, it makes them tough to beat. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. Who you are, no matter what who you are. So Janine, when she got Star Trek and then spun to get DCU, mm-hmm. she didn't do horribly with it, but she did have to check down a few times, yeah. and there was the one steal again. Um, but she plays so well, and she has such a great personality, great character work. Mm-hmm. I loved her video before. I uh, did too. I love it. Right? It was so good. Queen so- of TikTok. I love her so much. Yeah. <laughs> Got a great awesome. TikTok. <laughs> to deal with a lot of people like giving her shit afterwards it's like dude just yeah yeah there's not there that shit really really sucks to see and to hear in the community like there's a lot of times where we feel like as a community we've grown forward past the the dark ages i think a lot of people who have been around schmodown for a long time know exactly what i'm talking about like when it was just like a free-for-all against women any woman that played in the schmodown and i i really thought that we overcame some stuff like that. So it's really sad to see that, that it's still out there, especially with someone who has been nothing but committed to the Schmodown and committed to the entertainment value and like committed to the fans. And um, just, it's, it, it's such a bummer to see, like no one should, no one should try to be rude to any of the competitors that are inside of the Schmodown, let alone the women that are inside of the Schmodown, because they definitely do have to put up with a lot more bullshit than other people do. So just don't be shitty to people online, guys. Yeah. Like, don't, good life lesson. don't be shitty. <laughs> Our friend Abby Friel said that best on Twitter. She said that like when a woman loses, they get picked apart so much more. Men can have a shitty match and then people are just like, ah, whatever. It's a bad match. Move on. Mm-hmm. The women get picked on a whole lot more about it. It's not fair. It and they, not fair. they have to deal with a lot more. They have to deal with the bullshit. It's just not. It just makes me makes me mad. 
uh, especially if someone is sweet. I mean, she's one of the sweetest people I know, and she's she's awesome. So she's, she's awesome, and she's so committed and so passionate. That's the kind of person you want in mm-hmm. the showdown. You don't want exactly. someone who's like, oh, fuck. You want someone who's going to try. Someone who's going to give you entertainment value. She's going to give you the entrances. Mm-hmm. She knows her stuff, mm-hmm. and she even said that she didn't have as much time to miss. This is her first time in your kingdom. Yeah, exactly. She had to make. Uh, she had to study. She chose her. I guess she had like a month or so of study, and she even yep. said that one of the reasons she did. She didn't do as well in DC. She didn't study for that as much because she had bigger holes in her knowledge base that she wanted to fill, uh-huh. and it just didn't come around to it. Yeah. Now she knows she needs to go back and get some TCAU in. I think she could do yeah. really well in Intergeekdom in the future. Again, she just... I, it's just, I don't know. And I'm like a major DCU fan, and I watch them all the time, and I didn't know the answers, so several of her DCU questions. They were pretty deep. They, they really were. Or comparatively, especially, I mean, I mean, the Wizard of World questions that I forgot were... Mm-hmm. I, I don't want to say they were, they were easy, but they were easier. I thought... I mean, mm-hmm. I, I know Wizarding World pretty well. I know DCU pretty well as well. So I mean, I thought that that her questions were uh, a touch hard. I don't. I always hate saying that though because I don't want to blame the questions because it always seems like you blame match on the questions. It's just a, it's mm-hmm. just a, a downward spiral. I know all the yeah. question writers are work their asses off, mm-hmm. and always you're gonna get some questions that are harder, some questions that are easier. It all evens out in the end, eventually. You can just look at these one match, and you're like, oh, this, this, this match, this question was awful. Yeah, but sometimes she probably got a genie and probably get an easier question later on. Mm-hmm. It just it all does even out. That's the thing. It's just random. Like, we, we've said this before. A lot of people have said this before. Janine has pretty bad luck when it comes to Shmodown. It's just the luck of those questions being the ones that came up is just, you know, because there are way more surface-level DCU questions that could have came up, and she could have just totally destroyed that category it's just and also like uh the chat was mentioning too it's a little ahead of us but her five point was also dceu Uh and i don't even think they mentioned that in the movie i watched suicide squad how many times i uh who is christopher weiss's real uh character i don't think they call him by his real name once in the movie maybe on his no they don't do his sheet either in the movie like the book so i don't think i think that's just a background knowledge thing that's not actually in the movie it could be. I have to whip the movie from my mind. I only watched the trailer now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I have probably watched that movie 50 times. And I can, I mean, I knew that question from background knowledge, not from the right. movie. I didn't know that question. So, yeah. so that was yeah. a rough one. Yeah. 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 No, I have to say about that. Uh, not sure. Yeah. If the answer you do, the answer you don't. Some answers yeah. are here in the movie. It's just it's what it is. Yeah. yeah. So, but uh, John, I John Humphreys did really well with the Wizarding World to sweep it the way that he did. I think is something that um, that I kind of want to point out because absolutely the first uh, few matches or the the past the past few matches that I've seen before, I felt like those Harry Potter questions were some really deep cut questions that were really hard. So to see someone dominate that category and do so well in that category, it's I do, I do think that those questions were a little bit on the easier side than some of the other Harry Potter questions that I've seen before. Yeah. But I do think that like if you if you have one of those categories down, like I was saying earlier with Alex Damon, if you have one if you have one to three of the main categories and intergeek them down, I feel like you can do well overall in those tournaments because more than likely you can fall onto uh, in, onto those those main three like Star Wars uh, Harry Potter and I, one of the comic books, DCU or MCU. So if you're strong in either one of, in either of those categories, you're more than likely going to do well overall in intergeekdom. Just in my opinion, y'all. Just how I've seen it. I don't do stats, 
So it's not a scientific breakdown. It's just how I've seen it. But um, so I'm a tarot card. I'm a tarot card girl. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's just it's me tarot carding this. Absolutely. Uh, so I think that I think watching John Humphreys in this match and watching him in stuff that he's done before just kind of goes to show that he might be a silent threat that some people should be on the lookout for. He might do well in this whole tournament. John Humphreys had has had the that dreaded inconsistent tag, I think is what it is. He had uh, first of all the real rejects, real rejects did not do well. The, the first, I mean. And when they first started, they had the, like the two and five record. They never seemed to win. He had that great run in the free for all that like everybody kind of woke him up, woke up to him. The rejects kind of had a couple of good matches where they've come back recently, um, but Humphrey never came out. But this was a good, this was a good match for Humphrey. Again, it's to the point where like he's missing, he missed a few too many in round one to make me think is a legitimate threat to like a to Kevin Smith's belt. It kind of comes to down to this. Yeah, you, you have the IG players, you have the IG mid mid tier. They can hang. They can give an entertaining match. They'll be around. They're good to watch. And then there's that next tier up. He's kind of in that middle tier, I think. Still, maybe on I the higher that. end at this point. He's got. To, he'd have to do a lot more in-depth studying to get to that to get to that next level at this mm-hmm. point. Yeah, like I'm but, not saying that he's going to come in here and beat Mike Kalinowski or anything right. like that. But I do think that the, he could have the potential to go pretty far into this tournament and maybe even pull some upsets into something. Well, I, I, would, I would, I would agree with you, but his next match is against the barbarian. And I think oh, that's good. then I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Those are the category I like to call scary. And yeah. that's barbarian. barbarian is very scary. So I don't think, I think, I think John Humphreys, I think your, your match will stop here. Your turning yeah. around will stop. That would be an upset. I, that would be a major upset. That would be an upset. I mean, I don't think that I think John Humphrey could at least hang for a while. I'm not sure we knock up, but I think at the end of the day, he's gonna he's gonna lose to to Craig, the Barbarian. Yeah. All right, we do have a stream lab that came in. So I'll read it real quick. From Brandon Buck, donated, said, so Buck. this past week on backstage, Roka let it slip that Smets has been doing very well in his play-alongs. So who will both who will have both of his Star Wars and IG belt first, Smets or Damon? I'm t- I'm always Team Smets. <laughs> so here's the thing. Here's, here's the argument. The argument you have is that it's either going to be. I mean, Damon is put his foot in the IG at least already, so he's already making those that run for it. Yeah, Smets hasn't even started in Star Wars yet. So right. You know. And and plus, let, let's say what we said before. I mean, you always it's always easy to play along and do well, um, but when you get into the real thing against the people like Laura Kelly, against the people like Dimalata, and against Damon, it's it's kind of another level. And I'm not doubting Smets because you know, Lord knows, Smets has an IG has a study routine like no other. And there's less Star Wars movies than there are IG movies. Um, you know what? The funny thing is, even if I'm saying all that, I still think Smets might be the first one to do it. <laughs> because I, I, think, I don't think Damon can get to his. I don't think Damon can get to Smets's level in IG, whereas I think Smets can can study and get to that Star Wars level that Damon has. So he's a big I, Star Wars fan anyway. I definitely agree. I mean, obviously, I'm going to go with with Kevin. I believe Kevin will get there before Alex. But 
Um, do I think that that would actually ever happen? No, I don't. I no, think that there are way too many people that are hungry in both tournaments. Like Andrew and Laura are fighting, and Molly are fighting for, and everyone, everyone who is playing, and Dress even are fighting for that Star Wars belt. So there's always going to be someone super hungry. And then on the inner geekdom side, like Kalinowski is not just going to let anyone else randomly come in from a different league and try to take his belt. Mike's not going to let anyone do that. And then uh, with Robert Parker on the run that he's doing, trying to prove himself coming up from the fan leagues, showing what the fan leagues has, we all know how well he's doing. And then Paulo Yama putting his, putting his belt in that ring also, trying to get another belt back. I, there's, too, there's too much going on inside both leagues to think that either one of those that either one of them could actually be double belted. But if I had to think like just merp, like if I had to think about it, of course I'm going to say Kevin. Merp. So all that I'm trying, I guess I was trying to be devil's advocate, but I managed to go Kevin too. And I also think that John Roca has no chance of beating Kevin Spence in Star Wars. So if that, I don't think so either. Sorry, John. I I, I think actually John knows that too. He just likes to, likes to play the game, so to speak. (laughs) uh, Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, I guess it, that's a good question. A good point. Dean says it's going to depend on how much Damon still cares about the Star Wars belt after defending it. I think that's, I think he cares about the Star Wars belt more than anything because he that's that's his bread and butter. He loves yeah. Star Wars more than anything else. I think the IG is kind of like a, I think the IG is almost like a, huh? I'm bored defending Star Wars. Let's see what else I can do in, <laughs> in IG at this point. Yeah, no, I agree. I, I, I think that he's still just as motivated in Star Wars as ever. If anything, I feel like he would needs to prove that he can do both if that makes sense so he's not gonna let one slide for the other because mm-hmm. you know what i mean so especially if he wants to keep it there are too many people coming after that belt yeah, there's scary people coming after that belt that he needs not to strong people <laughs> that can uh, absolutely contend yeah. for it like his own wife potentially own- <laughs> so can't just yeah so piss me loose great question stuff. brandon thank you so much uh, yeah so uh Anything else on that one, Kels? Um, I can't think of anything. Oh, you know what I do? I do want to say something actually, real yeah. quick. Uh, I want to bring up. I love. I love Sam Levine as manager. I love his promos and stuff. He mm-hmm. just is so positive about his team. About his team. Yeah. He just sits there and is like, "This is what's going on." And bah, 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 bah. this is the best. I, I get so hyped up listening to him. I think he's a great manager. I like what he does. <laughs> that animal crackers. Yum. <laughs> Yum. But uh, yeah, so I did. I just want to mention mm-hmm. that I went point specifically that I did like uh, Sam Levine as as managing. He's a gem. Uh, he they had a rough week this week, but yet he's still just so much positivity afterwards. Like you know what, you did your best. I'm so proud of you. Like that. That's the kind of talk I would need if a match didn't go my way. So good on Sam. And I like Koi <laughs> as well. I love Koi. I always I love, love Koi. Koi. So. Yeah. Absolutely. I don't think a lot of I don't think um Sam gets as much praise for uh mm-hmm. manager as much I think a lot of the talks that we hear are always gonna be Dagnino, Kaiser, and Roxy. Like those are usually the three names that we hear whenever we're talking about great managers. And I think Sam's name doesn't really get put around put around that too much, but I, I especially after after what happened with this past week with both of his inner geekdom uh players out of the tournament. What, listening to what he was saying about his players and and how he has their back, I think was was a good thing to see. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, 
So just throwing that out there. So. Yep, yeah, absolutely. What a bummer, though. Usual suspects out of the IG tournament. Yeah. Those points in the Star Wars, and uh, I think that they will do really well. So. Yes. We could talk about all the managers in different ways. We're just, oh, they weren't, she wasn't there this week, so I was talking about it. <laughs> yes, again, see, yes, we know. All the managers have been good in their own ways. Yeah, I mean, y'all know that Winston's my personal favorite manager, so don't try to come into the chat with all of that nonsense. Over there. <laughs> I'm just, just usually, so, whenever, whenever you hear people talk about managers, it's usually Dagnino, Roxy, and who? Shannon. Yeah. But don't make Danny sign into her swag account. Speaking of swag, are we ready to move on to our final match of the week or just yeah. final thought? All right. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Do it. All right. So, Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> that actually happened. You got your phone and texted, and there it comes. I'm starting to believe it actually is you. I'm starting to too. <laughs> I'm trying to believe it is you. It might be. It might be. I, I honestly, I'm telling the chat right now. I honestly don't know. I had no idea. Just, <laughs> and I'm starting to. I'm starting to do it. I've yeah. never. I can neither confirm nor deny <laughs> these allegations that are being wow. thrown upon me. Mm -hmm. Anyway, well, yeah. Woo! Star Wars. Star Wars. Knapsack versus Star Cabrera. Ken versus Ace. Uh, oh. I uh, had a lot of fun with this match, and I was right, which is always I nice. Think, I think <laughs> I'm, pretty sure, I'm pretty sure that I was right about this match also. Yeah. I, I, I was right. Was I was right, like, three weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I bought into the hype a little bit. I just, I, I, I the scrimmage made me buy into the hype. Um, I kind of thought Ken had enough base knowledge to do it, but he did, yes. <laughs> I did. I, well, it is true, and I told her to do it. Mm -hmm. I, got, I did beat her to do it. So technically speaking, yes, PLD, PLD. Uh, um, uh, this is honestly this is exactly what I thought was going to go down three weeks ago. I did want. I did kind of buy into it for a bit, and I wanted to. See, I kind of. I, I guess part of me wants to see Ken continue because I love Ken and I love Ken's promos, and he's always a great Star Wars competitor. I love hearing him talk about Star Wars. Mm -hmm. um, I think he just didn't. Doesn't want it. He doesn't want it, and that's okay. That's not a big deal. He's, he's been there. He's been a champion. Um, he's always someone you can throw out there because he does have enough base knowledge, base knowledge to, to to put up a challenge or to put up a fight or whatever. But it seems like Ace is just this little hunger. I think. Mm -hmm. I remember what happened is from what I've heard is that he he chose Rogue One, and he I guess from from what I've heard, again I don't remember where I heard this from myself. I think, but he was like had been he actually had been studying. But they didn't study Rogue One really in depth, and yet when it came up in round two, he took it, took it anyway. That's ballsy, I guess. But maybe maybe it would have been better for him to spin away at that point. I don't know. Um, but Ace did good. Ace did good. Mm -hmm. um, again, I will say that Ace, much like the IG, I don't think Ace is quite on that top tier level. I think he's going to have a very difficult time fighting uh, Laura Kelly. Laura Kelly, after. A Delana yeah. or like that, either of them, or I don't, I don't know. I just don't think Ace has quite because he had a, he had a check down a few too many times. Mm -hmm. He didn't seem to know like the like Demolana was perfect all the way throughout, and I think Laura Kelly was pretty close. Pretty close. Like, yeah. he, had, he had a check down once. Mm -hmm. It got to be perfect to to be competing for the belt at this point, and Ace isn't quite there yet. Yeah, I agree. After round one, Epsoc was at six, and uh, Ace was at seven, so that that's already a lower than what. 
uh, Lauren Demelon are both going to be. So, if that yeah. happens, if Ace puts a pull to seven against Star Kelly, it's already over. It's over. Yeah, and I think I think that Ace knows that going into these, into these next two matches that are coming up, um, you can't miss. You cannot miss in round one. There's at this point with the competition that's going on, you absolutely cannot miss anything. So um, uh, I'd really like to see how well Ace does against Laura Kelly, but you have to come with like a superior A game because Laura Kelly is on is on her A game, and she's she's not only crushing it in trivia, but she's crushing it like like with her promos. Mm-hmm. She's killing it, so I I am super excited to see that match coming up. In one match, she made me a believer because I remember mm-hmm. when she played her matches before against Demolana. She beat Demolana, but then she had that very oh I can't beat Damon. I know it's going to be a fun. it was a very scared sounding promo. She played spectacular match. She played fine and spectacular, but she kind of felt like again she kind of felt like she was like not the confidence. The confidence was the confidence, yeah. and that's all gone. And all of a sudden, it was like, boom. And I'm going to have to talk to her about this tomorrow, definitely. Uh, cheap plug. <laughs> I'm going to talk to her. We're plugging that out. <laughs> uh, I want to see whether how if this was partially Shannon's doing, if it's partially Christian's talking to her. I know Chris Christian kind of called her out for it. Uh, the same thing. And she just went dark side, and she just turned it up, and it was kind of like a totally different Laura. And that match, the same thing. I don't know, maybe because she was at home, comfortable. She just seemed like a cold, cold-blooded killer at that point. I'm not sure what happened, but she's Sith. She's ready to go, and she's she's. I, I think she's a lock to beat Ace. If I have I pick Ace, she's got a lock to beat Ace. Well, maybe it's because she finally picked the right side. Jedi and eh, Sith. It, it's the side you should probably be on. So it's like. Uh, but then again, Dimolana. So that's the next step. So. Yeah, we'll see. That's gonna be, I, I like I. Either one of them, I think, is gonna win the. Oh, yeah. and I'm already looking past Ace. I feel bad looking past Ace. <laughs> like I'm already looking I, forward to the Laura Andrew match. Yeah, but that's, that's what I see happening too. Oh, Danny, what do you think? To um, I don't know. I think I think Andrew is really, I think Andrew is really hungry, and uh, I think he's got a lot of fight in it in him and as much as I would love to see like um Molly Damon Laura Kelly and uh, uh like final like that would be great. I think Andrew's got I I think I don't know. I can't I just feel like you can't deny Andrew anything. He's got he's got so much hope in him. Like that's like, that's the story that I want to see. I just want to see I want to see Andrew do so well in this tournament. <laughs> Well, I was going to say, and I guess we'll talk to talk about Morgan's work and I get into the pre next week's match ever. But mm-hmm. I predicted back when the, the tournament began, I predicted Andrew wanted it more than anybody. I did worry that he might want it too much and that it might mm-hmm. uh, kick himself a little bit. Might he might overthink it a little bit and get too much in his head. But after watching him in Scrimshaw, I'm not worried anymore. Yeah. I'm not worried. He is just he's just not only is he wanted, he's not only it's not like a inside of the head. It's just basically a he's locked in. He knows what to do. He's ready yeah, to go. I think I think what's important also to like if you go back and you look at uh, Andrews and and Joseph's match, like Andrew played the game well. Like n- not only did he have that trivia down, he also played the game well. He held off on calling a challenge um, and used a challenge later on, where I think was very very smart 
for Brilliant. him to do because at this point when like when it comes to Star Wars in my opinion it it comes down to technicalities from now on like that's just how the game is is going to be played because all of these people who are in there at this point know it from to back we've seen them answer these questions we know how well they can do uh playing the game so it really is going to come down to these challenges and actual schmodown smart gameplay and mm -hmm. i think that that's what was important to take away from andrew's match also is that he knows how to play the game and i think that that's why you cannot discredit andrew in any sort of way he's, gonna, he's gonna know when to challenge if he needs to and he's gonna know how to word a question to make sure that it wouldn't be challenged. You're absolutely right. Now she's only bring up because you mentioned the challenge, and I know when he thought about the challenge, he was in his face. He was thinking about challenging, and I know exactly what he was going to challenge. But I also know, like he did, and I think he had he came to the same conclusion that I did was that the challenge was an acceptable challenge, but he wouldn't have won it. He wouldn't have won the mm -hmm. challenge. Um, I believe it was like a question about the answer was red leader, but technically he's red one. Technically he has a name, it's just, but he wouldn't have gotten that because he was called red leader at some point too. So he wouldn't have won. I think he knew that, but he saved it, and that's what got him the game. Because then all of a sudden he just he could challenge again, and he could challenge a more challengeable question. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I think that that's important to note also because um, sometimes you can challenge for a challenge sake just to kind of throw off, even if yeah. you. Like what, like what we've seen Ben Bateman do with challenges before, where he just kind of throws him out to throw off a competitor. But we all saw, I, we all got to see that. I love this game so much that he wanted to challenge it, but he was smart about the challenge. And that's where this game has evolved. And that's where it's turned into such a smarter game. And that's where that, that, that's why the Star Wars tournament is such a tricky tournament, because you have to be that stinking technical with it. Mm -hmm. Right. And like I said, because there are times when challenging for challenging sake, just to throw someone off, just to throw their momentum off, is a very valid way to challenge sometimes. And sometimes, mm -hmm. it's a, even if you know you're going to lose a challenge, it is still good to challenge. But you got to know when that is a good thing and when it's not a good thing. And in the time against Scrimshaw, when they're both perfect, that's not because you need every possible advantage and need every possible yeah. challenge. Or you want to stop somebody? It's just a different story. So it's again, it's you no know, when to use a challenge. When do you when to use a good challenge? When to use a momentum stopping challenge? When you want to try to bullshit challenge? Mm -hmm. And then when you need to save it. And he he, he knew that he did well with that. Yep. That's all Dagdin, the greatest manager, whoever. whoever Utilize does. those challenges. Utilize all Dagdino's tutelage. Is it? That's what it is. It's all Dagdino, the greatest manager uh, that ever existed, according to. I mean, yep. considering he has three times. So my my um you, my little analogy for um, the exchange when it comes to manager talk like this, this some people might some people might come from my head after this statement but I'm gonna say it anyway okay um, think of Wizard of Oz Tom Dagnino is the big green face that's out there and um, Ben Bateman is the man behind the curtain saying that Ben cut his hand up Dagnino's ass and the using <laughs> the puppet basically. Is that what you're saying? I don't, know. Like you're saying. <laughs> I don't know. I've joined the Gucci verse. I have spent some quality time with Dagnino over the last couple of weeks, and he has a lot more involvement than I ever thought that he did. I've learned a lot. So Dag don't don't underestimate Dagnino. <laughs> I don't underestimate Dagnino. Don't underestimate Roxy as well. Some people underestimate Roxy. I think some people don't um some people under I think a lot of managers get underestimated for the wrong reasons. So I do too. But going back to 
it's the Star mm -hmm. Wars match again. Really, now that mm -hmm. Ken is out, now mm -hmm. that Ken is out, is he the definitive stepping in to be the manager now from Bernie Drews? I or, hope because Brandon <laughs> is it Brandon Hannah who had a a, a debut and a half. performance as a manager. The funniest yeah. thing I gotta say, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say, it. I'm gonna say this right now. If he hadn't stabbed us in the back, if he had to toss us under the under the table, we would have been laughing our asses off at the at the performance. But now that we hate him, it was a dog shit performance, and we can't stand him. <laughs> God damn it! No, I think I would have criticized this even if he was on our side because, honey boy, sweet, sweet, dear old sweet big dummy Brandon Hannah. My my old sweet little honey pies. What are you doing? <laughs> I'm so like that was such a shit show of a performance as a manager. Like I hated it. He spent I more time Mark. talking about himself than his competitor. <laughs> That's part about it was Ken's reaction to it. Yeah. Yeah, that, that was that was Ken's face scene every time Brand opened his mouth. <laughs> Fair, <laughs> fair point. <laughs> making this pitch, making this pitch to be the the manager, uh, the manager of the Burning Drugs. I don't think it's going to go in his favor because he doesn't so. quite have the tact you need to be a manager. Yeah, people no, care right? more about your competitors than yourself, and I don't think he's capable of that at the moment. It's his yeah, ego I, is just too big. So I did laugh. I did laugh, but <laughs> I'm not supposed to laugh at a manager. So. I think all of the competitors in the Drugs should strike. If Hannah was a manager. If Hannah, yeah. Yes, if Hannah's your manager, I think they should strike. So, I, I mean, play on the team, Brandon, and compete if you want to. But Alex Damon is going to beat you in the next round anyway. Hey, Mike, good to see you. Good to see you, Mike. I do think it's going to be a Knights of Ken. That's my, my I, thought. I think so, too. If they get a different manager, I don't know if they, I don't know if they're going to change their name or not. I haven't decided that. I, I haven't decided whether I, I want them to or for. I think I, I think I'd like to see it because at least not the manager make a, his own stamp on the league. I mean, it doesn't really matter mm -hmm. what their name is at this point. So I'd say let them, let them change it if they want and go with the Knights of Ken if it's Ken. Um, but Ken, where he doesn't maybe care about performing. I, I mean, I'm sorry, competing as much. He does care about his performance. Like his promo is yes. fucking gold. So if we can get more of that out of Ken, I am all please. As a manager, Ken shines so bright, and mm -hmm. I'm I would love it if he became the manager of them for sure. Yeah. So and then it'll be interesting to see Ken manage Brandon in the next mm -hmm. match. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to turn out fair play. Put him coach. in his place as he needs. <laughs> we'll have to see. I think yeah. anyone can put him in his place. It's Ken. So. Do us all a favor, Ken. <laughs> I'm sad that Ken's out. I am sad that Ken's out because I love it. Anytime I can get Ken Napsack on my screen, I'm a happy guy. Yeah. So, you know what I mean? Me too. Big Ken fan. Yep. Thank you, Mike. Appreciate yeah. that. Always right. appreciate that. Any final thoughts on the actual match itself or good on um, to speculate things? or? I think we're good. We can talk about, yeah, we can speculate about next week's match. Maybe next week's matches. Yep. Cool. So, Before. We talk about also. Well, I should tease that. I think we're gonna are we gonna get into the, we're gonna get into the singles tournament as well a little bit. Maybe a little bit of have a little yeah, fun with. Yeah, I figured. That. So, but we'll start with that. Cool. All right. So, what's happening next week, Danielle? You have the schedule pulled up. 
I do. So um, uh, next week, uh, starting on Monday for S uh, for uh, Schmodown Patreon patrons patrons ten dollars and up patrons, you get um, the Inner Geekdom tournament or uh, Inner Geekdom round one match that pops. It's Emily Rose Jacobson versus Eric Zipper. So that's gonna drop on Monday for ten, uh, Tuesday for all or five, and then um, Thursday public and then on wednesday we are getting our star wars tournament on twitch do y'all want to talk about the emily rose eric yeah. first before we move on yeah, yeah. so let's go one the time yeah. i think it's better to go into that first yeah, yeah, yeah um i'm excited mostly for uh for zipper Me too. um Me emily too. rose i love emily rose as a person she's such a sweet girl she's a sweet sweet person um she's she, she has some great knowledge as well and maybe she's helped some studying from the finstock exchange who knows um, but she's one of those people at this point has not uh, wowed me into thinking she's going to make any kind of presence uh, as far as the tournament goes, as far as the real IG goes. I like I like who she is as a person. She's fun. Mm-hmm. But I think Zipper is going to be the one who wins this match because Zipper, again, I, I gotta, we got to see it to believe it kind of thing. But if everything is that is being talked about is mm-hmm. happening, with him like training with Smets and Parker and mm-hmm. Kaiser kicking him in the ass. And I mean, let's face it. He's one of those guys that has had an inconsistent label for a reason too. He's always seems like he's on the cusp of of greatness, and then some bad luck kind of threw him out, mm-hmm. threw him off his mark or whatever. So I'd like to see him make a make a mark at least for the tournament, even mm-hmm. if he doesn't quite uh, win the whole thing. So I, I do think Zipper's going to win. I want to see him win. I love having him on a call live. I did too. Uh, weeks ago. He's a great person to have. Um, can I kind of get him on chill at some point too? Yes. Uh, but I want to see him do do really well. I think I hope that we will. I think he will. I think he's I got do this. too. I think he's hungrier than she is. I think she enjoys playing. It's more of a casual thing for her, I think. And she wants it. You know what I mean? I do think that makes a difference. I feel like your motivation to play does affect your gameplay. So I, I do also think Zipper is going to have it. I think it's going to not be like a landslide match. I think she is a very solid player. Uh, but I, I, I think he's going to pull the win. I agree. Yeah, I I I would love to see Emily Rose go as far as she can. I want to see women go as far as they can throughout this whole thing. But like, just as an overall fan of the Schmodown and just as someone who's watched Eric Zipper and who's been a fan of Eric Zipper since he's been in it, I really want him to. I really want to see him do well. I've always felt like Eric also gets kind of put into the same boat as like Janine, like. They're always just kind of like right there and you know that they're great players and you know that they know this game and they're fun to watch and all of that stuff, but they're just, they're just never ever really get their turn. And I like, I would just like to see Eric get his turn. I want to see him do well and I believe that he can do well and especially for, for, uh, for the dungeon. So. Yeah, absolutely. Go zipper. This dungeon needs some points. Some points. They are dead last right now in in faction standings. And that is unfortunate because um we all know that, that they have some, some pretty great people on their teams, uh, but we just they just haven't played they haven't played as many matches as other teams have, but they've just had some bad luck. In the matches that they have played, yep. they have a lot of talent. They have a lot of talent on the uh, on the dungeon, but just a lot of it's top heavy with the IG. It's a it match the champion can't play, hasn't played all year because he can't play against, <laughs> he can't play a match. Right. You got Parker, who's only had the one match. That's their picture. 
Um, they've got, I mean, they have players. It's just they have they had to play, they have to play, and they have to get consistent playing. So I'll see how that goes for them. But he, they definitely could use a win, and I think I think they'll get one. I think so too. Yep. And then after that, on Wednesday, uh, we do have the Star Wars uh, match uh, premiering on Twitch. Twitch is super easy, y'all. Get it. I know that there are still a few people who are who are not down with the whole system, but it's totally fine. It's not it's not too bad. I was not a big fan of it whenever it first started, but I have very much grown to it and I like it. I it's it's fine for me. I have adjusted. I hope you you all do as well. But next Wednesday we do have the Molly Damon versus Andrew Dimolanta match. And I am super, super pumped for that because this is the head-scratcher match. Like, I'm not sure where this one is going to go because it really, really can go either way. It, uh, it'll it be really fun for the storyline to see Molly Damon versus Alex Damon at the end of the day. I would also love to see Molly Damon versus Laura Kelly in the finals. Uh, but like I said earlier, I think Andrew is really hungry. And I think that he has a lot of really great people in his faction that have his back and that have uh, trained him well and that have given him the best advice that they can give him. That's nothing to say about the usual suspects because Sam and Rachel on that faction can definitely give the best advice because those are two champions that know how to play the game and that are extremely knowledgeable inside of the game. So this match is going to be really interesting to watch overall and as I think for me personally, as much, as much as I would love to see Laura Kelly versus Molly Damon, I think I'm going to pull for Andrew DiMolanta for this one. I have Andrew DiMolanta winning this hands down. I, I, well. enjoy <laughs> I don't Molly. think it's going to be close. <laughs> I enjoy Molly Damon. I think she has the Star Wars knowledge. I think she and uh, Alice Damon probably have studied together and they work together all the time. And she has the knowledge. From her match I've seen, I feel like she has a little bit of uh, an issue with recall, though, as far as like trivia goes. Like I think she knows the answers. I don't think she can quite pull them in the time necessary needed or at the drop of a hat. Um, and at this point, again, like in Star Wars, you need to be perfect, pretty much. You personally need to be perfect. We're going to have it. Helping Molly can be perfect. Um, yeah. So I think she's going to lose significantly. Not, I'm not going to knock out her TKO or anything like that. I mean, she'll hang in there. But I just think mm-hmm. that she's going to miss around one question or so, maybe two. She'll have to check down multiple choice in round two. Um, maybe miss a three point. Quite, like, I just think there's not enough there. That Jimala, I think Timberland is going to. I think there's not going to be any doubt, let's put it that way. Yeah. I, I, I feel like he's got it. After watching both of their their previous matches that we just had, I could see a TKO happening. I don't think for, necessarily it's going to happen, but I wouldn't be surprised if it did. I wouldn't either. And uh, so I do think DeBolada has it. Um, but, I mean, I, I too, I want Damon to do well. I love my ladies in Star Wars. Laura versus her would be fantastic. But Dimlana has gotten scary since the last time we saw him. Like him, he, it's a whole new Andrew's a whole new beast coming around this tournament, and I don't think most competitors have what it takes to beat him right now. I absolutely agree. Um, hot I take. hot take for sure. I don't no. think 
that it's going to be anywhere near TKO. I think it's going to go into overtime. I think they're going to have to go into uh, overtime questions. I think that this match is going to be that great that we're going to see um, uh, quite a few over and the same same way. I, that's how I feel. All of Andrew's matches are going to go. All of Andrew's mm-hmm. matches are going to go into overtime, to where they're going to have to ask all of these round one questions just like that, and it's going to end up in a technicality the same way. Mm-hmm. Because I think at this point, uh, everyone's caliber for for this league is up there. So I'm not going to put anything against Molly Damon. Um, I think that she's done really well. Um, so that's just where I've, I think it's going to go into overtime. I have nothing against Molly Damon. I think she's, I she's a great person. She's a great competitor. I think she'll do well in the league. I just don't think she's ready yet. And yeah, that's it. No, I think, I, and I just, well. I just think that Milana is just so fucking locked in. Yeah. See, that's why I think it's going to be Demolana versus Kelly. And I think that just, they're both so driven, and so it's going to be an amazing match. It's going to go into super overtime. And really, I think what's going to de- determine who wins is going to be how questions go, if there's challenges, how the challenges get ruled, and then, like, one word, just like it was with Scrimshaw. Like, I, that is how it's going to be, and I think it can go either way. I'm slightly in favor of Demolanta, but it could go either way. That's, that's how I 100% agree. 100% agree. So. Absolutely. I do, too. I so. do, too. And then going into Friday, I'm super excited about this match, y'all. This is a match that I've been waiting for for quite some time. Um, It is going to be another round one in the Inner Geekdom Tournament. It is Chance Allison versus Paul Oyama. So, so ready for this match. (laughs) I'm so excited for this one. Uh, I don't even. I don't even know who to pick. I go back and forth every day. I don't remember who I picked last. I I determined. I don't even remember who I picked. I think I picked Chance, but it goes back. I go back and forth in my mind every single time. And the only reason I picked Chance is because Chance has had an IG experience before. It's the only reason why, because I think it was I need I needed something to to lay, to lay a pick on. I could see either I could see Paul winning it. I could see Chance winning it. Either or, they're both such great competitors, mm-hmm. and I'll be. They're both such great people. Yes, I love are. Chance. I Allison, love them both so much. And I love Paul Yama. We've had great conversations off air and behind the scenes. And they're really good, good, solid people. They're really good, solid dudes. And they really both love the Schmodown and want to win. And when you put them against each other, it's an extra added. They want to beat the hell out of each other. They have that an old go- rivalry going there and everything. It's going to be such a good match. So oh. I can't wait to see this one myself. I could tell you I could pick Chance right now, and maybe the, before the show's over, I might switch to Paul. That's how close this was going to be. I could see either one winning. So uh, I, I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't. I don't know. I know. This one's super hard for me. I am going to go with Chance strictly because just from my personal knowledge and talking with Chance, like I've been out to dinner with him where someone is asking him a trivia question while we're having a conversation, and then we're, so he's doing both, and then he'll just pop up the question like that. Like That's just like the way he's able to pull things. It's impressive. So I just I would never doubt Chance. So. Well, he also is the one that's been basically uh, carrying. Not, I shouldn't get carrying. Not carrying. He's, he's not been the A, he's been the a player of corruption this year. Like he's, he's been, been the one. That's been like, like my, last year, Mike was the A player, and Chance was like the, the secondary. I feel like it's switched. Mm-hmm. But Chance is he's he's helped them to victory so much in the two matches they've had. I, I think he's so hungry. Uh, mm-hmm. I can't. I don't know. Let's see. I also see how Paul gets reacting to. Uh, Mm-hmm. I'd say a solo match. I mean, he had some issues, obviously, last year. Um, he lost to Roka this year. So I don't know if he's in singles. or I mean, it's IG, I know, but did he have that swagger back? 
maybe chance of the reason, maybe chance of the thing they'll pull him back. Maybe chance yeah. of the motivation. The, the motivation yeah, will be like swagger back. This that. is a no-brainer for me, y'all, and uh, I'm so sorry to Chance because I think Chance is great, but Paul has this in the bag. Uh, uh, I I totally have Paul on this. I think Paul is going to do really well. Um, I always have faith in Paul. Uh, I've I've seen Chance do the same thing. Like I've seen Chance before train the way that he has. I know that Chance trains and intensely trains and has a lot of people who are smart about the game that have his back and and has the right people in his corner to motivate him. And he absolutely has the the potential to to dominate Paul in in a trivia match. That's not a lie. We've seen him do it before. So um but just for my gut instinct and who I would like to see win and like to see move on is of course drip drip Paulo Yama. Um so I think he's gonna do really well. Thank you. Swag <laughs> yeah. Go post on your spy account again, Danny. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. I mean that that uh, that's mostly what it is, but I do think that Paul is gonna take this and um Looking at the brackets, I and, and it's mostly because I want to see uh, Paulo Yama versus Robert Parker. Like, that's kind of really the match that I want to see. I would rather see Paulo Yama versus Robert Parker than Chance versus Robert Parker. Okay. I think either one of them is going to lose Robert Parker. That's my. I also do. <laughs> I love them both. I love both Paulo. I and, love both of them. They're Robert amazing. Is, Robert, as far as Robert, until like, Robert. so, Robert's kind of like. Until you get until they cut him like Drago in, in Rocky Four, like it's just <laughs> he's a monster at this point. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I have the same faith in Robert Parker, and um, and that's not because Chance and Paul both have had belts before, but I think because we've seen uh, Paul walk away with the singles belt, not taking anything away from teams because teams is just as just as tough as a division as any of the divisions that are out there. They're all hard in their own merit but like paul had a singles belt and paul has definitely faced a high caliber of people um where i feel like chances just face like the same people over that are high caliber but just the same ones anyways i'm ranting about that whole thing it doesn't it doesn't matter at the end of the day because we can talk about those matches when they come a lot later i didn't put the timer up don't worry about it yes and Mike's right. They, this is the one they want more. I think they, I honestly think they want this one more than they want the championship match. I think they want yeah. to beat each other more. Um, and like I said, honestly, if Paul does win, I'm not going to be surprised. I'm not yeah, like I'm saying Chance is definitely going to win. I, I just, I, that's just my gut is as at this point, I'm mm-hmm. going to pick Chance. And Leo, we, we actually talked about it. We already talked about it. So if you want to <laughs> hit rewind or wait till it's over, we did talk about that. Uh, spoiler, I think Zipper's going to win. I do as well. Um, <laughs> So uh, yeah, so I think we got that chance to him. I, I, that's I think that to me is gonna be the match of the week um, by far. That's what I'm looking forward to yeah. the most out of the three. Um, so too. So uh, that's it with the matches. Yep. So we want to talk about some things that have come up sort of in the news with Schmodown, uh, sure. a possible another tournament that is I'm pretty excited about. Well, Christian did announce a save the date. For the spectacular, the first live event, which would happen in December 6th. I'm kind of hoping that. Uh, from what I've gathered now from talking to people, I actually missed the announcement. I was asleep. I work overnights and I tend to wake up just in time for SCN. This time I didn't. 
Uh, so what I announced is that they originally were going to book December 12th. They couldn't get the theater. So they have booked with the theater December 6th, which is a Sunday. Which is a Sunday. Um, which actually would be very cool. I'm just going to interject this really quick because, as we all know, Mark Ellis usually does a show uh, before the night before it's going on, which mm-hmm. actually is cool. And I will let this out. Maybe I'll get fired for saying that, but I'm going to say it anyway. Uh, I work, obviously, as you know, I work with Ben and Drew, and there's been talk of doing an action live. And if they do do a the idea of the tying into the showdown was always kind of a weird thing because, you know, Alice is a show on Friday, the showdown's on, sa- on Saturday. Doing an action live on Thursday is kind of tougher kind of thing. So if it happens on Sunday, maybe we might get an action live with Ben and Drew doing a live show. Uh, maybe that's on Friday or Saturday, whatever Alice is doing. That would be great because you guys would love to see it. We saw the action live in New York. It was so fun. It so, was so fun. So great. <laughs> It was Ben and Drew dressing like uh, uh, MacGruber. Uh, Drew yes, <laughs> Drew if there's not a mid-show wardrobe change, I will be very disappointed. <laughs> Ben's got his album coming out, so probably do some music. It'll be a yeah. fun, entertaining mm-hmm. show either way. So I'm hoping, I'm really hoping that that happens. Um, um, hopefully, everything goes down with the world not ending. And, uh, but right now, so the date is safe. They have a theater. Who knows what happens in the next couple months? Um, so we'll see. But, a big action meetup. Yes. yes. We have an action meet up that night at that point. Um, so that would be very cool. Uh, yeah, very cool. I will uh, tell everyone that I'm on a family reunion. Because we are. Because that's yeah. basically what it is. So I miss you guys so much. Uh, exactly. I got to go see my fam. Sorry. Yeah. The funny thing is we used to, like I'll say that, we used to actually have an action house, but it's like too big because we have so many action generals and action armies. So we're not going to have an action, like action house per se. We're all just going to stay together in houses and differently things like that. But we'll have a definite action meetup someday. Yeah. Where we're going to have like all 40, 50 of the generals, whoever else shows up, we'll get them there and get to hang out with everybody and, Go money in someone's backyard. We'll all end up in other people's beds. I'm guessing Jake's going to buy (laughs) shots. Yeah. Uh, We're going to be a lot of heavily imbibing of substances. It'll it'll be a lot of fun. And then we will all wake up, or one of us will wake up in the morning and and walk and get lost and get coffee for everyone. There you go. Good time. Good time. Good time to the action house. Woo-hoo! Action City. I like that. Action City block party. I like that. That's so what we'll do. Make it happen. Yes. Make it happen. Imagine if we all did get Airbnbs that were like right next to each other, like in the same area. Oh. Just walk home. That would be okay. Goals. Oh my God. <laughs> Yay! Then you rent out a neighborhood. Let's find out. <laughs> it would burn down. That's what would happen. It would be very unfortunate to a California neighborhood. It could be. We definitely would like, yeah, definitely some fires. fires <laughs> um, and a lot of drinking. A lot of Jameson. Yeah. A lot of, yeah. Yeah. Okay, last time we had an action, well, not the most recent action house, but like LA, we cleared out every single nearby store of White Claw. We had to keep going further and further out trying to find the White Claw. So. That's not a lie. That is not a lie. <laughs> <laughs> That's, <laughs> and yes, don't let Larry Park car that that. that. <laughs> But I've heard bad. I, I saw the video and it's uh, pretty impressive. And yeah, Malcolm, you know, if we if we make enough money, you never know. Maybe we'll send somebody to NZ and get a, a helicopter for you. Please. Yes, Malcolm, that would be great if he could come and join us. But, okay, we're, we're diverting ourselves nuts because we're so out of touch. We so much live that we're going off into tangents. But yeah, we miss each other. Yeah. The live event. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
spectacular. Christian said, and this I think will definitively happen either way, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to get a 36-player tournament, a singles tournament, uh, in order to get those belts. So I think it would be a fun game to play right now. Uh, 36 players, that's four per faction. So we can go look through our faction. We can kind of make our guesses a little off the cuff. We didn't do any uh, preparation on this. Yeah. We'll off the cuff, see who we think will be in those that single tournament from each faction. So you're ready to go with the first one. I'll just read them off, and you'll think, and we'll say what we think. Sure. We'll start with the usual suspects. Uh, the usual suspects we have, Andrew Guy, Janine, Matt Atchity, Cameron Rice, Jed Kemp, Ethan Irwin, Molly Damon, Sabina Graves, Robert Montano, Montano from Late at the Party, and Doug Benson. Oh, this this is hard. I think Ethan Irwin is the spot on. Got to have I, Ethan Irwin. No. Yep. I, I think, think Janine too. I, I think Janine probably. Andrew were lock ins. I don't know about Andrew. And here's Andrew, why. Yeah. I love Andrew Guy. I think he would definitely be the person they would want to have an attorney. I don't think, from what I've heard, that Drew actually likes the uh, the online style of play. That kind of kind of neutralizes his his, his presence, uh, presence, his charisma, his <laughs> yeah. getting in someone's head. Uh, and Drew's already got a match that was announced against Kalinowski, so I think he he might just skip the tournament and go with Kalinowski. At some point, that's my. This is, this is actually. I got work for Ben and Drew. This is nothing behind the scenes. All stuff that he said on air at some point that uh, during insider intel, action streams and stuff. So I'm, this is not insider. This is all stuff he said at action streams. I just think feel like Drew's not going to be in the tournament. I think he'll get busy with Clash Royale and stuff like that, and then he might go somewhere and do something else that's spectacular. Possibly, I don't know what to say. Okay, 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 okay. So I would say Ethan Irwin, Janine. I think this is where you got to put Matt Atchity in there. And maybe either Sabina Graves or Robert Montano. I I think my four would be Janine, Ethan, Molly, Robert. Those would be my four. You're gonna put Molly Damon in singles? Oh wait, that's right. Okay, yeah, singles tournament. You're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. Um Matt actually instead of Molly Damon. Okay. So Ethan, I'm sorry. So Ethan, I didn't hear him. Ethan, Matt, actually, who else? Janine and Robert. Robert. Okay, that's yeah. not a bad fact. Is Doug Benson IG or is he single? I don't even know. Do we know? I don't think we know. That's actually what I was going to say. If he is singles, I feel like that they need happen. a reason to use him. Yeah. Um. So I, that that's my answer is if he is singles, I see him being used. And then Erwin, Janine, and Robert. Okay. Adam's making a good point. Actually, he's definitely used more in the team yeah. status. That might be the case to go. Um, and I want to get Sabina Graves in there instead. So maybe they'll save Ashley for a team's tournament or something like that if they have one like that. When they get to the studio, who knows what that's going to be? We kind of have no real recognition on that. So, but that's that's a good point. Okay, that might be the case too. I, there is the question when the, when it comes to like the more celebrity, yeah, um, the Benson, you get Chris uh, Chris Jericho, Kevin Smith. Are they going to do this the tournament or are they going to have them at a live event first or yeah, that's a match. Ha- yeah, how I feel about it is I think they want them for live events, but they also have to keep in mind you don't know when that will be. Mm-hmm. So okay. do you want to keep them in the back burner all year and not use them at all or see if they have a free afternoon where they could spend an hour on a – you know what I mean? Like are, I, I kind of feel like they would be willing to use them because it's better to use them than not. 
Very true. And also, when you think about it, it's much easier to schedule somebody from a stream than to, to actually schedule them to come into a studio or anything yeah, as well. Um, also, good point, though. You might choose not to put Jadina in because you put Jadina in the IG tournament and maybe give someone else another chance to play. Like That might be Sabrina, be uh, sorry, Sabina instead of... Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know about Cameron Rice. I don't know what, if he is a singles player or not either, but possibility. Okay. Um, all right, you ready to move on to the next... There's, we got the uh, Burning Drugs I got. I got these in no order. These are the ones I had pulled up. So mm -hmm. Burning Drugs, we got Alonzo Duralde, Whitney Seibold, Eric Barnes, the Warfather, Rebecca McKendry, Bonnie Somerville, Brandon Hanna, Ken Knapsack, Jader Paramo, JTE, and Scott Mance. I can Ooh. see Jader. I, I think Jader's 100%. I do yeah. too. Jader. Um, I think Alonzo Duralde. Alonzo, is, yep, I was, he was going to be my other two. Yeah, I agree. Mm. I think you got Whitney, probably. Yeah. But I could see Whitney. To, to me, it's down to JTE or Scott Mance. But I think it's got to be Mance, because that's why you pick him up in the, mm -hmm. uh, the free agent. So I'm going to go with Mance as my fourth. Uh, I'm, I'm going to say JTE, just because... Because he has been doing uh like stuff online a lot recently and stuff like that. I just I've seen him in the the world more recently with Schmodown, so he's just on my mind. So I'm gonna say JT. Yeah, I agree with that also. Fair enough. Okay, I think it's not to. I think you definitely outrule. I don't think Warfather will be in singles. I don't think no, after either. his performance. I don't know who Rebecca McKendry is. I thought she was. This, I thought she was maybe an IG or Star Wars, but I'm not sure. I could be wrong. I know it's not going to be Bonnie because you know you can't, can't encounter her making the match. And it's always not going to be Brandon or Ken in singles at this point. Yeah, so. Right. so, all right. All right. Yep. Moving on to the next one then. The Rock Stars. You got Andrako, Snyder, Alex Damon, Stacey Howard, Jim Veveda, David Del Rio, Jared Habon, Adam Gertler, Josh Cavedo, and Chris Jericho. This is a tough one for me. Mm -hmm. I think I, you get Andreco and Snyder in both. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. I think they're for sure. Um, I also could see Stacy. Yeah, those three are my definite. Like, yeah, absolutely. I I don't see why you wouldn't put Jeff Snyder, Mark Andreco, and Stacy Howard for sure. The rest comes down comes down to obviously not gonna be Josh from a Star Wars player. Mm -hmm. Do you use Chris Jericho? I don't know. I, I don't know. And then. My prediction would be either Veveda or Del Rio. I don't know which one you go with, though. I don't know either. Del Rio did well. He beat Whitney Seibold, then he lost to Liz Shannon Miller, but and then he lost to Paul Preston as well. But he always seemed to be in the match kind of thing, mm -hmm. so like one of those things. But Veveda actually... I was surprised, not surprised, I guess. He was always a single, he was a team player. They did IG because they needed another IG player. But he's a great singles player if you can play the game right. Um, so I wouldn't be surprised to see him try it again to use that as well. Because he's already played this year. He's already ready to go. So it depends if Roxy wants to use him again or if he mm -hmm. wants to try to use David Del Rio as someone who hasn't played yet. Yeah, I'm going to say Del Rio. I, Del Rio. I, that's, that's where my vote's going to go. I think Gertler is too busy. Like I guess he's been, he's been too busy to play. So, all right. Um, yeah. Anything else to say on that one, Danny? 
And no, I'm so sorry. I got completely distracted. My brother is watching a movie in the other room and I could hear the TV. <laughs> I couldn't recognize the song because like I was paying attention to this, but like I knew it was a song that I could recognize, so I had to turn the volume off. He's watching All Dogs Go to Heaven. Interesting. Oh, good choice. Mike, Mike. Oh, I'm shocked you're crying about something. Oh. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> Mike Deacon has a great point and a great thing. Faction play and matches might be a fun Patreon option. Again, it's tough to do, but like you don't want to give away questions at this point. You already don't want to do exhibitions. But what if, like, let's say Rashi's had, you know what? I don't know who to put in, Vivida or Del Rio. And they just put up their own little, like, their own little match. Study match. Like, maybe not yeah. even do the official questions to see, like, what they would do. And just say, like, all right, you beat him, you get in, kind of thing. I mean, interesting. Fun little thing to do. I don't know if they'll give away match like that though, so that's probably why it won't ever happen. But that'd be cool. I it'd be cool. Yeah. yeah, that would be fun. All right, let's see. Moving on. Uh, next one. Finstock Exchange. This I is feel like we know. Well, <laughs> I don't know about that because it's not gonna be Ben. Because mm -hmm. Babe is not gonna do what that's he said I mean. pretty much. Yeah. It's not gonna be Roka because he has an important shot. Mm -hmm. So you either got Dan Merle. Mark Riley. I mean, we're not going to be Dimilana. Craig Gagne and Gagnier. Barbarian, which you know it's going to be. Going to be Barbarian. It's not going to be Emily Rose Jacobson. Who's the final one? If you have Riley and Merle and, and the Barbarian, mm -hmm. you have Gray Drake, Cody Hall, or Sabrina Ramirez. I think with the hype, it's going to be Sabrina. I, do yeah, think, Sabrina, so. I think it should be Sabrina. I think you should put Sabrina in in something. I think um, so. I think most of the time, whenever we're thinking about stuff like this, managers are thinking about their best players to put in there. But sometimes I don't think of, um, a lot of people think about the players that they have to put in certain situations. Um, mm -hmm. And I think Sabrina is one of those players that you have to utilize because there's so much hype behind her and because. Not not just the hype, but the fact that other people have said that she will do well, mm -hmm. and uh, how many people have faith in her. I think that it's a smart move to put her in there mm -hmm. um, for for views. Also, yeah. like, I say she's beloved. People adore Sabrina. They want to see her in any way they can. So, if you want people watching your your faction and your team, put her on screen. So. Yep. So the question is, it's kind of funny. I'm seeing a lot of people. No one's putting Merle in the tournament, which is weird to me. Well, he's got the, the belt. Does so? Does he play? Oh, that's true. He doesn't. No, <laughs> I, I that was a just. That was I a did too until player. we. They said that. I'm like, oh yeah, he's and got the Merle belt. is the champion, so that, that makes no sense. Okay, so no. So all right, there you go. Why? Wow, that was really stupid. All right, uh, Barbarian Gray. That's the thing too. Is it Gray? Because Ray Drake is a is a dark horse. I would love to see Gray play more. I just want to see Gray. I love Gray Drake so much, and I just want to see her play more. I miss so, the Cody. I think Cody's too busy, from what I've heard. I could be wrong about that. Yeah, <laughs> blame PLD for being a never dance a champ. Yes, I've had Jameson, guys. I'm done. <laughs> for some reason, I don't know who I, I don't even know who I thought was champion. That's the worst part about it. I haven't seen the champion this long. I don't know who I thought was champion. So I just. <laughs> Um, but we have, like I said, Barbarian Ramirez and Riley, Barbarian Riley, Sabrina, Sabrina Cody, like all these different players, like all these different choices. Yeah. But this, this is the question that needs to be answered. 
I feel like yeah. he has to be just to keep the joke going. <laughs> um, I will say that if I had to make my choice, I think I want to say that Riley defers, and I don't know why I think that. I just feel like he's going to defer his choice, and it's going to be the Barbarian, Grey Drake, Sabrina, and maybe Cody that. Uh, maybe he doesn't. Maybe because because they have the if you take Merle Riley and or Merle Bateman and Roke out, then maybe Riley's got to be in there as a top four. So okay, so how about Riley, Barbarian, Gray, and Sabrina? That's my four. My argument, people. I see the chat about Cody being a new papa, so he's too busy. I have also had young children where I've been up all night, stuff like that. What you do to stay awake while feeding your children is watch movies. Like that's how you force yourself to stay awake. So you're studying whether you mean to or not. And I'm a single mom with two kids, and you see me here three times a week for four. Like you, if you want to do it, you can do it. So if Cody wants to play, he'll play. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's my that's my choice. So, <laughs> so I guess, and that's what it is. Like if he wants to, because yep. maybe Cody wants to not have to pay attention to mm -hmm. certain things and and study the way that that you can and stuff like that. So, right. Absolutely. If he want, I feel like if he wants to play, he'll play. If he doesn't, then he won't. Okay. But he's my vote. All right. How about we'll go to the dungeon? Very interesting, considering they're all IG heavy. Smets, Parker, Zipper, Wit, Mugen, Mancusto, Brittany Young, Rick Hong, Drew Grant, and Andres Gallegos, Gallegos, as they say. Um, wow, this is a tough. This is kind of this is the one. this is the one I've been dreading to talk about because I kind of don't know what my opinion is. We don't know much. We've only seen the Mugen and Mancuso once, so they were on teams. I don't see Brittany Young doing it. As maybe, maybe I don't see Brittany Young doing it. I think you gotta have Zipper in. I think. You gotta have Drew Grant in. Yeah, you I gotta say have Drew, Drew Grant in. I also, I would want to put Adam Witt in this. I kind of do too. I want to put. I feel like the four that I would go with would be Adam Witt, Drew Grant, Eric Zipper, and Vinny Mancuso. I think Andreas Galgos plays. That's what I think. I think okay. I don't see that. Because I wasn't sure if, if if Andres did only inner geekdom or if he was doing singles. If he's no. doing singles, then I would put uh, I would put Andres in there over Vinny. Yeah, I think that's what I'm gonna do too. I think I'm gonna put Zipper, Wit, Drew, and Andres. I think. Yeah. Rick Hong is a dark horse as well. He played in the, in the teams match with Drew. But, oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. I was thinking that I hadn't seen him play, but that's right. Yeah. So, I think my four is the same as PLVs. Yeah. Okay. I think so. That. Yeah. All right. I'm good. I'm good with that pick. I'm good with those picks. Sounds good to me. Anything else to say on that one? Should we move on? Nope. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> All right. We got the den. The den. The den. The den. We got Tom. Paul, Sean Sullivan, Rachel Silvestrini, Ben Goddard, Alex Marzonia, Saul, Brett Sheridan, James White, Vanessa Fitzsimmons. 
This is this a is very awesome. hard tournament thing because it's pretty, pretty much all all played. of them. <laughs> I mean, you take out Saul for IG only at this point, uh-huh. and Sean for Star Wars. And I yeah. think yeah, Sean for Star Wars. I kind of think I love him to death. I love him to death. I don't put don't think you put Brett Sheridan in the tournament. No. Yeah. No. No. Yeah. So. I think you gotta put Tom in. You gotta put Tom. I see Tom, Paul, Paul, and Ben are the three. Like you have to. And Goddard's gonna be there as well. But can you can you not have Rachel Silverstein yet? I that would be my vote. Would be Tom, Paul, Ben, and Rachel. Right, but then you leave out out James White, who's been like they they traded for him. You leave out Vanessa Fitzsimmons, which they picked up as a free agent. True. Tough. tough This is a tough one. I, I'll stick to the four I just said, but you're right. It's it's tough. Any one of them could be taken out for the another one. But I decided today it would be Tom, Paul, Ben, and Rachel. Yeah, that's me. Although I could see Kate, seeing what she did with Hannah and not yeah. the IG tournament, I could see Rachel and Ben actually not being in the tournament and have it because ha- keeping True. them as the pride and keeping them as the tournaments and keeping them as a tag team and not worrying about anything mm-hmm. else and have Tom, Paul, James Thanks. White, and Vanessa. I I I see your point and I raise you a different one. Um I I, I agree with that to a certain extent to where that would make Kate take Rachel out, but I think she's going to keep Ben Ben's in. kind of her golden son right now, sure. her darling. I so. feel like Ben is going I feel like Ben is also trying to make a name for himself. Mm-hmm. And um, I feel like Kate is behind that, um, rightfully so. We've seen what Ben has doing. I think at the beginning of the year, there was a lot of hype for Ben, and a lot of us were like, I don't know if this hype is real. <laughs> who, who fucking knows? But Ben has proven himself in the matches that he's played, and I think that um, that will make it that, like, if Ben pushes Kate to – let him be in the singles tournament. I think that that's a good reason to do it because he has worked so well in all of the other ones. I think it would be fun to see him as a rookie make a name for himself in almost literally every single tournament in the Schmodown, which is something that we have never really seen a rookie do before. We've seen a rookie dominate their league. We've never seen a rookie dominate every league. Mm-hmm. Been in. So I think that that would be interesting to see how well Ben does in that tournament. So I think that that's why Kate would keep Ben inside of that and why, and also with what you said because of teams and with them doing so well, I think that that would be her excuse to not put Rachel inside of the tournament as much as I would be against that because I would want to see Rachel inside of this tournament. I think if Kate, Kate were to do that, then that's where she would put James White in that tournament. And that would be Ben Goddard, James White, Paul Preston, and Tom. Here is, I'm going to drop a little bit of bomb and think about it. Just think. Has Tom ever played a singles match? I don't think he has, right? Solo, no. Does he want to play a singles match? I've heard no. See, look. That was a year... In December, when I heard that, so I things change. Yeah, yeah. Paul keeps trying to come up in here with like his behind the scenes logic, and <laughs> and no, we're just deciding who we believe would be best. 
players in the tournament. Not logical reasons as to why someone wouldn't be in the it's tournament. It's a question. It's, I'm just asking the question. I'm not saying definitively. It's a valid point. I, <laughs> I've had conversations with people who said that they he wasn't interested in singles. But like I said, that was six months ago. So things, things change a lot in six months. So he Kelsey was bringing up the inside stuff. I didn't say it was me stuff. this time. I'm saying that I don't. I, I, I don't have to. I will just go so far as to say, because of of Kate's like unorthodox maneuvering, sometimes like IG and everything else, that I would not be surprised if Tom didn't go in the tournament for that reason. If I manager, Tom's definitively in. I'll put it that way. It would be Tom, Paul, probably Tom, Paul, uh, Rachel, and Ben. Probably that would be my choices. Mm-hmm. Although. Just again, the interesting way does that if you're the rest of the den, do you like it's almost like a Finstock exchange thing? Like, okay, if you're not if you're not the pride and you're not Tom and Paul, then do we even count? I mean, Saul and Sean have their own divisions, Mm -hmm. but like James, Vanessa, Alex, that's a fair point. I I I'm honestly not sure because the turn like if it was any other like just matches. I, I would say throw in your rookies, get something like that, but a tournament for those points, especially you, you want to make kind of like a sure thing a little bit. So I guess it's just kind of what's your priorities, inclusion or points. Right. I don't know. You know what I mean? And with, well, with change, Kate, we've right? kind of seen inclusions kind of been like the whole thing with Brandon. So you do have a point. And uh, I mean, let's, it's not like James is not, uh, he doesn't. You know, he can't do it. I mean, James has intelligence. He has games. Game. I haven't seen him play, but he was good in the family, supposedly. But that's what we've seen good things from as well. So, I don't know. Again, if I have to say, it's Tom Paul, Rachel, and Ben. But yeah. we'll have to see where it goes down from there. Yeah, I'm interested to see what happens. Okay. How about the quirky Mercs? Another interesting one. Kevin Smith. <laughs> yeah, again, well, that's a big question. Do you waste? I don't say waste Kevin Smith, but do you yeah. Kevin, now do you hold him for a big event? You got Bibiani, Brendan Meyer, American Opic, Tim Franco, Haley Fouch, Greg Alba, Joseph Scrimshaw, John Humphrey, Perry Nemiroff, Kevin Smith. I'm out ruling Kevin Smith. That's my own choice. Yeah, You're out ruling American Opic. She's not going to be in singles. Yep. I'm out ruling, uh, ruling out Joseph Scrimshaw. Yep, Scrimshaw. Yeah. You can't not have Bibiani or Meyer. I, yeah. I feel like they're shoe-ins for sure, though they will be there. And I feel like you should like take out John Humphrey and Greg Alba. I think that that's what... I think they're focusing on teams and IG, so... Yeah. I think so, I... too. So then it'll come down to Tim, Haley, or Perry. I think you I got think Tim. Yep. Not only is he knowledgeable, not only is he a like, really mm-hmm. amazing guy, he's also someone who lives far away. And this, this is a this great time, is to use him. time to use him. This is in the tournament. Yeah. And, yes, I agree. Franco wants to do it. Absolutely. I know he's told he's told me that as well. He wants to do it. So give mm-hmm. him a shot. Give him a shot. I would definitely take Tim. And I think you got to give the three guys, you got to give Haley the shot as well. I think Haley's earned her shot um, playing against Ethan Irwin, playing against she's mm-hmm. had some. Difficult losses, um, but she definitely has the knowledge there. So I would definitely mm-hmm. give Haley a shot. Yeah, I think that's mine too. Bibbs, Franco, Meyer, and Fouch. The question would be Perry. Yeah. yeah. I could see Perry instead of Fouch, but I 
because we haven't seen Perry play. So maybe if you're trying to like get her an opportunity to, this is a good time. Yeah. But I do think Fouch is a more solid player than Perry. I is. agree. Although interesting. I'm on the opposite. I find I I feel like Perry is a little bit more of a solid player than Haley. I love Haley also, and I think Haley will do well um, if she gets more matches and plays more frequently inside of the league. I think Haley has potential to be one of like one of those top like top tier B players, like lower A players. Like I feel like Haley would kind of fall into that realm where I feel Perry is already there at that level. So I think it just would come down to availability where, but I also think that they're both interchangeable because their strengths are going to be the same. Um, I've seen Perry play more in other things. I feel like, that just makes me feel more on Perry's side than Haley's side, but I think that they, that they're both kind of interchangeable, and it would just come down to where Koi wants to take it and who wants to take it a little bit more. But I definitely agree with y'all. I believe that it's going to be Brendan, Bibiani, and Franco for sure, and then it's just kind of a switch up between Haley and Perry for me. One thing I, I go ahead. I was gonna say one thing I see in the chat, and I kind of do agree with is I think this is a great opportunity for Haley because she does have kind of like. So confidence issues, especially in front of crowd. Like mm-hmm. we saw at the live event, you know, that was a lot of pressure. Excuse me, like sitting at home on your computer playing might be a more comfortable setting. So who knows? Maybe this is like a perfect opportunity for her to get to, for her to play and really shine. Um, so I I'm voting. I'm not voting for Haley. I think Haley's gonna. I will say that Dan- Danielle, I love you. I wholeheartedly disagree with you about Perry. If you take away Perry's uh, Jurassic Park matches. Exhibitions, she's been a okay teens player, good teens player with tough beats. I think Haley has proven herself much more than Perry has as far as the whole league goes. Um, now that being said, Perry did make mention after she said she's coming back and she got signed as a free agent that she was so sick of losing, which is why she quit in the first place because she wasn't they weren't doing very well. One of the reasons why she did that is that she was going to come back if she was going to come back, that she was going to. Get ready commit and to come it. back and commit to it. So that being said, maybe she surprises me. Maybe she comes in and she kicks some ass. Mm-hmm. But right now, I'm going Haley seven times a week, twice on Sunday at this point. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. I love you, Perry. I do love her. I think she's I awesome. I love Perry. But yeah, I, 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 I agree with you there. And yes, Perry does throw great dance parties, so I definitely give her that as well. Mm-hmm. But um, okay, so moving on to Shannon Barney's team. I love Shannon Barney. God. I love Shannon. I want to get Shannon on chill, like just by herself. We had her on with Mike the one time. I'm gonna get her on by herself and yes. dive into her. Um, interesting enough, and actually, I like to get Mike on too. So, by the way, just separately, because so it'd be interesting to go deep dive into both of them. Um, but let's see, what we got for corruption. We have. Mike Kalinowski, Chance Ellison, Mark Edward Hoyk, Elliot Dubarry, Laura Kelly, Clee Wiggins, Marisol McKee, Rick Ramos, Claudia Dolph, Adam Collins. I think it's got to be Mike and Chance. Mike and Chance. Basically said that they're trying to take corruption on their back and get them as many mm-hmm. points as possible. I think you got to have Mark Edward Hoyk in it. I think he's been pushed enough by Shannon that he want, that she wants him in it. She's his person. So it comes down to Elliot, Clee, 
Claudia. Of Mar- we haven't seen Marisol Rick and I. We haven't even seen them, so I don't know who to pick out of those. The fourth pick yeah. is going to be a tough. It's going to be a tough choice to make. I mean, right yeah. now, you know, we saw Claudia Dolphin. She did well with musicals, and she did well pretty well with some things. She picked up Adam Collins for a reason. You go with the rookie for Adam Collins. Collins. I, uh, Marisol McKee hasn't even had his choice. She was like a hot rookie at the draft. We still haven't seen anything from her. Yeah. So I, I don't know who you pick for the fourth. Yep. And then we have Dewberry, who. He's because really surprised. He's a very solid player. He's got a whole movement thing at named after him, pulling a Dewberry. Yeah, Dewberry is my pick for that fourth. I, I think it is all of your three uh, that you said first of all. Um, it, Chance, Mike, and uh, Mark, and then I think Elliot is the fourth one for that. See, yeah, it's funny if you say that because I think Elliot's definitively not the one that's going to be the fourth. I don't know why. That's a gut instinct of mine, though. Um, I don't know who the fourth would be. It's he's just the one I'm not wrong before, so it's fine. Yeah. I've been very wrong many times. I'm wrong all the time. I drink a lot. I drink a lot. Because uh, you're Irish and so it's Jameson. You're right. I'm Irish and I drink whiskey. That's why, yeah. obviously. You're supposed to drink Jameson. It's in your blood. You're good. <laughs> um, but I do think it's Elliot's gonna be not the one I think if I had to make my gut decision. I think it's Adam Collins. I think it's the rookie. Interesting. I don't know why. I, I, I can I don't see that. Why. But you, I, some, I guess I, I might be too heavily weighing this for almost all of Hackson's, but I feel like if you made a free agency pick, that like when they did the draft, for example, they did the draft with the season in mind. Then the season went to hell because of COVID and everything else. So when you made the high, when you made the free agency pickup, you're either doing it because it's a celebrity like Kevin Smith and Chris Jericho, mm-hmm. or you do it knowing that this is probably going to be a virtual tournament. And you look for someone to, to to run a tournament. True. So if you're not gonna if you're gonna pick them up in the free agency, then why not why not use them in free in this in that fashion? Fair enough. That's all point. So I don't know. Let's see how it works. But yeah. that is true too. Again, I I've heard that too. We haven't seen her, so she technically is just a rookie, possibly. But I don't know. I I, I wonder if uh, what, what I think it was Chris or was it Mike who said it before for the play-in matches. I wonder if the managers don't do that themselves. They have play-in matches behind the scenes, and we just never see mm-hmm. it. Like yeah. if Shannon goes, "All right, here, Cla- Claudia, Adam, and Marisol, answer the whoever answers these questions, like these twenty questions, whoever answers the most right, get the fourth slot, kind of thing." <laughs> You know I, I, mean? I could see that. I think honestly, that's kind of maybe a smart strategy if you're unsure of who to pick for those final spots. Because if, especially if we, we have no tape on these players, it helps you kind of get an idea for what you need. And also, you know, what you need to study something like that. So, yeah, I, I think that'd be a solid strategy if managers aren't doing that. Maybe they should. My picks. All right. And finally, it's uh, Danielle's faction. I'm sorry, it's uh, Winston's faction. It's not, it's <laughs> I'm sorry, is there a lot? Drip trip. We got Paul Yama, Lon Harris, Chandra Dahadapani, Josh McCuga, Liz Shannon Miller, Adam Plavik, RB3, Andres Cabrera, Sean Gerber, Frank Moran. Ruling out Chandra right away, obviously IG. Ruling out Adam Palavik. Yeah. Ruling out Andres. Yeah. Ruling out Sean Gerber, I think, because he's mostly our Marvel guy. I'm actually surprised yeah, not to see anything. IG, so yeah. I think I don't. This is not a definitive ruling out, but I don't think Frank Moran's going to be that fourth one because I think he's more of a Marvel guy too, from what I've gathered. 
I don't know if he's IG, but I don't know. I think you got to have Paul Yama, and obviously yep, his former character. Paul. You got to have Lon Harrison. Because he's beloved. Because he's beloved, and he's <laughs> And he's smart. And he's smart. He's smart as <laughs> hell. Um, smart. I think Liz Shannon Miller is definitively the third I do one. Too. I absolutely agree. Yep. So the fourth one will come down to either Josh Bakuga, because it's Josh Bakuga. Because he's Bakuga. likes his swag likes his, uh, his, his swag, so to speak. Yeah. <laughs> uh, or it's RB3. I think. But I don't this, think it's RB3. I think this is one of those times where we do have to look at behind the scenes things and think about how busy potentially Josh could be with outside work. We don't necessarily just be there. The season, as far as I know, for his show is over, but we don't know when, if, how they could film a season two, if anything. We also don't know when this tournament is going to start. But Josh is one of those people who we do know is working and is actively trying to find work outside of this. Like, he's not someone who is going to openly and readily be there completely available for a tournament in the same way that that we know that RB3 can. Right. So I think that's part of the part of something that that I personally would think about when it comes to it and why I would pick RB3 as the fourth one for it. I would love to see Josh in it, but I think just based on that, that's where I would shoot more RB3 as the fourth Mm -hmm. than Josh as the fourth. The one thing I would say about Josh is that, again, kind of like the, almost like the celebrity thing, this is a chance to use him. He doesn't have to be in anywhere. He has to be in his house or be in a hotel or anything else. You get to have that Josh McCuga, you know, that swagger that he has, which Winston likes so much, having getting to use him, get some little credit. I don't think you can be in a hotel. I have tried to do an episode of Chill to Action. <laughs> See, we know that, though, but do Christian and Mark and everybody know that? So they may try. <laughs> hotel Wi-Fi is not reliable at they'll all. Pay for, they'll pay for a satellite or whatever, maybe. I mean, who knows? Um, <laughs> but if I had to pick, I think I'm going to pick Josh. I think Josh is my fourth. That's my, that's my pick. So it'll be Paul, Lon, Liz, Josh. That's my fourth. I'll say RB3 is my fourth. I I could see the points, but I also like RB3 has just become a staple in the community. He's beloved, things like that. We like to get opportunities to see him. So if this is an opportunity to get him on camera, I see them taking that. Yeah. Definitely so. is one of Winston's boys, too. So yep. definitely not a bad, not a bad college. So I would be surprised either way, too. That's true. So, okay. And that's I think he'd want to do it. I think RB3 would want to do it. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's not saying that Josh wouldn't. Um, but I just I think that RB3 would like a chance to to maybe redeem himself from his last match. Could you absolutely could? Uh, that's the uh, those are the nine factions. That's what we got through. Cool. So we have our tournament. Uh, whether Christian uses them or not, who knows? Yeah. But those are that's Christian, our tournament. We know Christian's watching. He's picking it, telling everybody what he made me pick. So that's true. That's true. We are the deciders. <laughs> <laughs> We do manage swag, and Alex does manage the droogs. So, yep. there you go. <laughs> I manage my kids as about as much as I can. <laughs> I manage my Jameson as about as much as I manage. <laughs> sometimes my Jack. So, yeah, gotta mix it up sometimes. Yeah. All right, so I think we covered all the big news and stuff and speculations. So yep. I think now it's time for call to the network. 
where Ooh. we talk about all the cool things coming up on our channel this week. And I had a little bit of fun with that this week. So Kelsey kicked ass on this. <laughs> I love this. So tomorrow on Chill, I'm not going to announce it. I'm going to let Kelsey announce it in her own special way. Okay, I guess I'll announce it in my own special way. Here we I go. Oh. So that, that was fun to make. <laughs> I was in the Gucci verse, so I'm watching Gucci verse, and I was like on that higher plane of existence that you get to when you're in the Gucci verse. And I'm like, I'm gonna play around and make some videos. So here we are. <laughs> there we go. Um, I will also announce what we don't have. The ones we don't have videos for. Um, we are on a run of Schmodown ladies in uh, yeah. chill action, which I'm happy to have. Um, yeah. We have, like I said, like we just saw Laura Kelly is gonna be there tomorrow. Uh, the next week, I just signed the dotted line. We're going to have video Drew. Drew Grant is going to be on Chill to Action. Sure to watch on something we have been uh, pushing for for a while. Never quite made it work out schedule wise. And uh, this is, she's been said she's very excited. Actually, has great, wonderful text. We're all so pretty excited. We're all very excited about it. <laughs> so, and then finally, the week after that, we will get our rescheduled appearance from Sabrina Ramirez, which should be a lot of fun as well. If you've seen her on Gucci first, you know, and and on the first cut, she's a wonderfully intelligent woman. It's going to be a lot of fun. I'm so excited to get to learn more about her because she is so cool. (laughs) Me too. I'm excited to talk to Sabrina. Oh, real quick. I had, I I wanted to say this and I keep forgetting to say this. And I, I I was like, you got to say this. And I almost forgot. Tomorrow's chill is a little earlier than usual. Mm, Thank you, Paul. We usually go at 815, 830 Pacific. Um, with Laura, we're going to go at 7.30 Pacific. Of course, it means we'll probably start at 7.45. Um, but it's 7.30 when we're trying to start by um, going that way so we can get her out a little earlier. So just so we know on that. So. <laughs> All right. And then I'm not there. I'm hearing there's, we're still working on scheduling a little bit possibly with this. But we do, I believe, have a Schmo Bates match this week. And we also, I made a video for that as well. So are you ready for it? I'm ready. <laughs> Okay. I'm ready to see it again. Okay. Are you going to click it or I click it? <laughs> Go ahead. You click it. Okay. I'm leaving. Go ahead. Click it. Okay. <laughs> so good. I'm so excited for that match. I mean, I, I have my opinion on who's going to win too. it. <laughs> Danny better win that match. 
I, uh, that's going to be a tough one. Um, I hopefully I need to reach out to Rachel Silvestrini. She told me that, uh, she would help me out with some stuff. So I got to reach out to her, but I am pretty excited. Uh, I'm waiting I, on you. Yeah. I, I have been having a lot of fun with, uh, Spo Bates. It's been, it's been neat to be a part of. So I just want to, I just want to face Ben. You're not facing Ben. You're gonna kick Ben's ass. I just want to whoop on Ben. That's it. <laughs> and you get to unleash him on Ben. That's the fun part. Yeah. <laughs> your your total. I am a heel action. And just yeah. fucking fuck him up. <laughs> kick his butt. Kick his ass. <laughs> it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. I mean, we may be biased, but it's gonna happen. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, all right. And I have not heard if we are doing AAA this week or not, but we will let you know if it does we ever happen. here. It seems like, like AAA. Is no, they just tell us the day of. They tell us the day of. <laughs> so, like, oh, I'm going to go tonight. What do you want to do? Let's talk about this person. It's a great show. What do you want? It's a it comes together so fast. At the end. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, so maybe, maybe. We don't know. We'll both let you know as soon as we know. <laughs> And then, of course, we will have live on Sunday, as per the usual, breaking and down all the cool stuff happening this this week. So we'll definitely see you guys. <laughs> definitely. All right. So I think that's all for uh, what's coming up on the show. So our final segment, as per usual, is questions from the chat. So if you guys have any questions for us, Rodan related or not, please send them in. Streamlabs and Super Chats do take priority, but we will try to get your questions in as well. So just ask us anything you want to. All right. And while we wait for those questions, um, well, Daniel's gone. Hmm. What should we talk about? <laughs> there she is. As here. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Trying to find a, a bottle of wine. But... <laughs> bottle of red. Yeah. Yep. I sadly didn't have alcohol today. I had a bang because I felt like I was gonna fall asleep. So I needed an energy boost. Boom. Sleepy is all day long. Today. <laughs> <laughs> Drew, um, it's okay. It's okay, Drew. It's all right. You can. It's always on. You can go back and watch. You don't have to watch it live every week. It's fine. I know you're in there. I know you're one of my biggest biggest supporters on that show. So I love that. Yep. Speaking of that, I'm, I'm recording another one tomorrow because Jarvie's going to be off all week, so I have to record one tomorrow morning early. We're doing Batman Begins versus The Dark Knight Rises. Ooh. It's a fun one. We always talk about The Dark Knight as like probably the favorite of the trilogy and everything else. So I was like, well, what about the other two? Let's get yep. those in. It's not my favorite of the trilogy. Hot take. Right? right? So. Yep. I don't know which one is my favorite of the trilogy. I know my favorite. Which one is it? I Begins. guess. Yeah, I like Begins. That's an Andrew Guy thing. Andrew Guy likes Begins a lot. I love Scarecrow. I think is a very fascinating villain, and so I loved that take with it, like a realized kind of version of the Scarecrow. I loved Begins. I love Ra's al Ghul myself. I love mm. Liam Neeson. Which spoilers? I'll tell you that. Uh, big spoilers. That's one of our categories. This is best villain: Ra's al Ghul versus mm. Bane, and Ra well, Ra's al Ghul and Scarecrow versus mm -hmm. Bane and, and Talia Shire, uh, whatever. So I'm yeah. interested to see. So. Oh, we are getting some questions thrown in there. Perfect. Let's see. Can we see those three videos? And maybe at the end we'll play it again. Maybe, maybe at the end. They're also will be posted on social media. So we'll be on Twitter. So. Yeah. And thank you guys. 
Flirt a film couple with the worst chemistry. Hmm. Hayden Christensen <laughs> and Natalie Portman. Mm. That's my And also, um, what's her name? And what's his name from Fifty Shades of Grey? Oh yes, uh, Dakota, uh, Dakota, Dakota, Dakota Johnson. Dakota Johnson, and Johnson? I don't remember his name. Yeah, Dakota Johnson. That's right. I don't always say Dakota Fanning. <laughs> and what was his name, Kelsey? I don't remember his name. I, I don't remember, remember his name, but either. I agree. Generic, generic white guy. Yeah, they're just they don't have chemistry. For people who the whole point of the movies is their chemistry, they don't have it. So I Um, agree. Jamie Dornan. I will also throw in there uh, Tom Cruise and anybody because Tom Cruise never ever has any sexual chemistry with anybody he's with. Not Brad Pitt (laughs) or (laughs) them together. I just I mean I. I had never, I had never seen a Tom Cruise like kiss or just like sex scene where I felt any kind of believability in, in it at all. Not yeah, even, like, the, not even the eyes wide shut stuff. No, he's like asexual. I feel like he's like just completely asexual. Yeah, <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. I love Tom Cruise, but yeah, just um, all right. Let's see. Oh. Over under fifty percent when you get last spectacular. I'm saying over. I'm saying over. I'm optimistic because if I don't, I'll cry. Yeah. I know it's partially because I want it to happen. I'm trying to watch the world. But I think Christian wants it to happen. And if I we do. are any, I think they're going to air if there's any chance of it going well. And as long as there's not like complete collapse back into COVID, I think we get it. Yeah. I think if this year stays on like an upward turn, then we'll be okay. Um, I think it's nice to, to set up, but I like, my biggest fear is if something does happen and they have to cancel is shitty people being shitty to people about it canceling. If it does have to cancel y'all, like just be chill about it. Be cool. Like just we'll, we'll deal with it because let's just, I would rather them take precautions and let us all be safe than, mm-hmm. than not. Like I'd rather be safe than sorry. So if we have to cancel this event just to keep everyone safe, then I'm all for it. But I am absolutely, absolutely looking forward to December because I, I'm not gonna lie. I've already looked up airline tickets. So yeah, I actually got a freak airline ticket to go whenever, whenever we go. But yeah, yeah. all right. Uh, let's see. What is your favorite '80s comedy? That's such a hard question. Answer on spot. So hard. Um. Uh, it's my favorite '80s comedy. I don't know why um, National Lampoons keeps coming to mind. That's not a bad one. That's not a bad one. Although I think yeah. it's funny. I want to say Malcolm's Middle Earth with Media. I'm on to you. I know he's plugging this. He does this every week, almost every week. This is probably his take. Uh, his take three top twelve ranking uh, rank them show. He probably I think that's his topic this week. He always needs to do that. I love it. I love the plugging for it. I like it. I do. Yeah, I thought I was on continue it. to do that. Oh, continue to absolutely. I just mm-hmm. I'm just saying I'm on to you. I cannot. Think. I will. Is Animal House? No, seventy nine. I think actually, so I can't say Animal House. Maybe mm. I love the raunchy comedies of the eighties. I do like yeah, the, like the Torkies and the uh, Police Academies and the. I mean, does Ghostbusters count as a comedy? I mean, it kind of is. Um, Invent the Nerds. When did Weird Science come out? 
That's in the 80s. That's a I favorite love drive. That that's a good one. Breakfast Club. So that's good. to Drive is also one that Anytime. comes to mind. Mm -hmm. Can't Buy Me Love. I'll go with, I think I'll go with Breakfast Club. I think that's a good comedy. Enough. Well, it's enough of a comedy. Mm -hmm. I don't know. It's kind of tough. It's kind of a coming of age movie, but. Yeah, I, there's a list of them there. I don't know. Yeah, yeah I'd want to look. I'd want to look at like a whole list so I could decide. Yeah. That'd be me too. National Lampoon's is definitely high up there. Like that's one that just kind of sticks out. Vacation, all the vacation movies, everything. Else. I love the vacation movies. Too. And um, when did um, fuck? What's it? Why can't I think? Of, I want to say Three Amigos, but it's not Three Amigos. Why can't I think of? Oh, I love Three Amigos. Though, oh, Three Amigos too. It is amazing, <laughs> that's definitely the movie that I'm thinking of. Um. Three amigos. Anything, anything with Bill Murray in it is also good as well. So like yeah. stripes, meatballs, this kind of thing. Gra uh, Groundhog Day. Uh, Caddyshack. Another good one. These right. were good for comedy. That's collision funny. was supposed to happen this weekend. What match were you hoping to see for Collision? I don't know. It's, it's hard to say. I can't even remember what was supposed to be going on right now. They didn't announce Collision. There's no matches announced for Collision. I, I don't believe after Houston was canceled, I could have seen that card being pushed to collision. Yeah. So, well, in that case, it was going to be Guy Kalinowski because that's yeah. what I wanted to see so, for a while. Yeah. I'll, I'll go with that mentality that maybe that's what they would have done. So that's what match I would have been excited to see. Yeah. Uh, let's see. LD or Mike Deacon's favorite Billy Joel song. Minus oh. Piano Man. Oh, mine is also I always love a woman. Like always, a woman breaks my heart every single time I hear that song. I'm also offended that you only shot this question to Paul. Like he's the only <laughs> one who listens to Billy Joel. Like all. Obviously, your opinion does not count in this matter, Danny. It's all about me for Billy Joel. It's all. You know what, Paul? It's always all about you, and I'm tired of it. You go? Oh, okay, no, Fib's going. Okay, Wanna fight. <laughs> <laughs> Wow! I didn't even do that this time. I didn't even P2A do that. Two-way civil war. I didn't even do that. I had that right here. But uh, Danielle's gonna push Paul through table at the next live event. <laughs> definitely happen. I could definitely. I mean, I'll be drunk enough that it'll definitely be pretty easy. Yeah. Um, Always a woman is my answer, Mike. Okay. Paul, Kelsey, can you have one? Mine yeah, was Piano Man too. I mm -hmm. I love that song. I could go on for hours. A bunch of. I mean, I love Showman. I love she's got away. I love she's a woman. I love Leningrad. I love uh, Lullaby. Good Nights at Gone was always a big one, but I think my favorite one, if I had to pick, probably be Captain Jack. Shocking enough. <laughs> Captain Jack gets you high tonight. Um, but now they mentioned that one more, I would throw in there as a, as a lesser, not a greatest hit type cut. Miami 2017, Lights Going On Broadway. That's another really good one. To put up <laughs> if you don't know it. So I go on for music for hours. So. Danny Coast, where do you think a studio Ghibli Slice should be? IG or singles and teams? Uh, I. I uh, that's a great question. It's a, good, it's a hard question, but it's a good question. <laughs> that is all. That that is a great question. Um, mm -hmm. I feel like I'd want I'd want to say in IG, but I think it's one of like if you can put Harry Potter in IG and in singles, then I feel like you can put you can put Studio Ghibli in IG and singles also. Where one dot where it dominates more into one where we mostly see Harry Potter in IG, but we can see it in singles. I feel like it's one of those categories. That's a cheat. Kind of cop out, but wow. I'll, I'll, let you, I'll let you have it. Wow. I 
I would probably put it <laughs> in singles, if I'm going to be perfectly honest. I don't know if it qualifies to me for IG. Wait, I have to ask this real quick. Daniel, did you just do that? <laughs> because you usually yell at us so hardcore to do that. <laughs> and you're finally coming to the dark side and doing that. I got to say, I love it. I love it. <laughs> 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 I'm sorry, Kels, please. I'm Thank sorry you. too. I'm sorry. No, you're fine, guys. That's why I hate it because it's so distracting. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. I I'm think I think tired. singles. I I don't know if it really fits in, in IG because I feel like IG is very certain audience. Like I watch pretty much everything that's in IG, really, other than Star Trek. I don't really watch Studio Ghibli movies, but people who love animation and family movies and things like that do tend to. So I just feel like it matches better with singles, but no. that's just my opinion. <laughs> that eye roll. <laughs> the funny thing is, I don't even, I've never even seen, I've never seen a Studio Ghibli movie, not one. You should. I know. I've been told that. So I've I watched have. a few of them. Good. So it's hard for me to predict. But I will say that I think that uh, I think it's got to be in the singles and IG. Um, but I could see it a little bit. Not. I mean, I'm just not sorry. It's singles and, ta and teams. Mm -hmm. um, I think people are very picky about the going something going to IG. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. It being hard to, to get that to work. Yeah, that's yeah. Yeah, I think if it never went to IG, I wouldn't have a problem with that either. I'm not saying that that's definitely a place that it could and should live in and only live in. Mm -hmm. I'm just saying that I feel like I could definitely see it being one of those categories that could be broken up into two divisions like that. Mm -hmm. True. Uh, let's see. Stars you more thing. Yes, he is a Dark Knight Rises fan, and so am I. I like them both. Uh, let's see anything else we got. Uh, uh, do they though? Just, <laughs> you're do they? What about what about? got good chemistry with anybody though. Yeah. I kind of feel like that's a cheat in a way. Like she's just so damn good. Well, what about he and Emily Blunt? Did they have some good chemistry in um? Emily Blunt had a good chemistry in the audience. I don't know. I don't know if she had a good chemistry with him. I still haven't seen that movie yet. I did tomorrow. Live die and repeat. I was going to say live die repeat, but I didn't want to say live die repeat. It is live die repeat. It's also known as Edge of Tomorrow. It's Edge of Tomorrow, also known as live die repeat. They were good, but they weren't like. I'm seeing your point with that. Like, it's not that they don't seem like okay. They're like they're believable. They're people like but it's like it's not like you're like engaged with their. Chemistry. Right, it's not you know the relationship. I mean? It's about it's about the characters themselves. Like, I like Cruz and I mm -hmm. like Renee Zellweger, but the relationship's kind of like. Do you think it's because Tom Cruise always plays like a presumptuous asshole in every role that he's in? Like that's just who, who his character is. Is just like this this pompous douche that will always kind of come off as like never really having ever great chemistry with the women in his life. Could very well be. Could very well be. <laughs> He just is too, uh, I think he's too focused on doing his next big stunt that he can't really pay attention to a woman. Yeah, that's, that's my read on all of Tom Cruise's character. Now, if you can get his woman that he's involved with involved in some kind of stunt, then maybe you'll get his attention. Mm -hmm. Will Sonic be a nom for an Oscar this year? 
I don't know. Oscars are going to be fascinating this coming year. They're going to be the weirdest thing I think we've ever seen because of the movie pool is going to be a smaller, I believe. Plus, it's a weird time where they're including movies from a further period Let of time. Let me interject here, and I almost want to go on a PLD rant, which is a lot rarer than Danny rants. Okay, but this fucking, <laughs> this fucking Oscar thing, like they're going to like March, February. What the fuck? Just deal with the fact that last movie didn't give the awards. Otherwise, like, what the fuck do you do with it? Next year, it's like, oh, well, who won the 2021 Oscars? Well, was it a film in 2020? Was it a film in 2021? It's all kinds of fucked up. What yeah. the, how do you do it? If it's in the 2022 Oscars, you got to go from, like, March to what? Fuck that shit. Keep in your year. I don't care if there's five films released that year. That's the year the Oscars are for. It's not yeah. for this kind of extra thing. And I don't even need the 20 seconds. I yield my time, suck my whatever it is that that person said. And that, uh, I don't know if you say that stream video. There's somebody talking about like police brutality. So I yield my time, suck my I dick. My, uh, suck my dick. I yield my time. That's, that's what I'm saying here for uh, that. No, I think it's fuck you. I yield my time, suck my dick. Whatever. Choke on my dick. Something like that. That's what we're going to go with. We're doing that. That's what I'm saying at that point. Fuck the Oscars doing that shit. That's bullshit. I, I agree. I I would rather them to stick to their regular time period and have less movies to choose from because then some movies that normally wouldn't get to shine are going to get to shine and that will help that you know those, those creators and things like that. I don't think that's a bad thing. So just keep it the regular time. We'll have an interesting Oscars. It won't mess up Ben for movie release date stuff when he does. Yes. <laughs> Schmodown stuff. The question is going to affect Schmodown stuff. That's what really matters here. Is it going to affect the Schmodown negatively? Then we shouldn't. It's just ridiculous. Let's all start a letter campaign to the Oscars. Hey, there there's something called Schmodown. You're going to mess it up for us. Please don't. <laughs> oh, hot, hot slash also maybe not so hot take. I enjoyed Sonic. I thought Sonic was fun. I, fun. Yeah, I, I love, I liked Sonic. I thought it was cute. But watching my son literally be like this every time Sonic was like, going, so excited. Like he would vibrate. Like he was like standing up in the theater, just like that that made me love sonic because he was just so happy (laughs) i'm not gonna spoil it i guess because it it did come out this year um the ending the ending the mid-credit scene was so much fun for me like it 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 brought me so much joy to see that mid-credit scene it really truly did that's when my daughter freaked out she was pretty good the whole time and then that came and she was she freaked out. She was so yeah. excited. <laughs> I loved it. And then the end credits. I believe they had. They either had two mid credits or a mid and an end credit. I think. Right. And um, either way, both of them were fine because one of them was with Jim Carrey, and then the other one was the one that that I believe that you and I are talking about. Yeah. And that one was the best. So I had fun with Sonic. I did too. I had fun. fun. Jim Carrey is Jim Carrey. It's like his best first time since like the nineties. He was actually like Jim Carrey again. It seemed mm-hmm. like to me. I just watched uh, Detective Pikachu for the first time yesterday. That one's pretty cute. That's another movie my kids lost their mind about because yeah. they love Pokemon. So I thought it was cute. It's yes, Charger. Yes, Major League from the nineteen eighties. Probably might be my favorite eighties comedy. So good. Did you go back to look for that one? No, that was just the next one in the line. That's a, they're answering our previous questions. That's why we mm-hmm. get to that. Um, I I, I don't, what's your favorite tagline? I don't know. What, uh, what do you mean? Is, I'm is not good at taglines. Movie tagline? Is if it people like, say the tagline, I'm good at guessing the movie, the episode, but not the other way around. <laughs> oh, the episode? Instead of an act stuff? I don't know what you want to do. Let us know exactly what you mean by that. Uh, let's see. Oh, other 80s. Yes, yeah, Spaceballs was good. Night shift, used cars, Ghostbusters. Yes, all those are good. Mm-hmm. Longest time is there a good song? Yes. Okay. Uh, let's see. 
Oh, interesting. <gasps> Ooh. I'm gonna we should make guesses. Uh, I wouldn't be able to guess. Because <laughs> I don't <laughs> know that much. <laughs> can't guess she's other woman. Can't guess that. What? So, maybe it's so go no, can't be in so go. That's too I don't know to think. I'll have to think on that. Uh, Put it in the general chat, Paul. Jeez. I am. Show off. Well, a show off? I'm not a show off. That's what I was saying. Is that what, is that what you mean by that, Robert? Because they are, that cinematics are my favorite tagline. That's what they were trying to do, Robert. We see what you're doing. It's nice to you. I love that. Let's see, Malcolm, she's too. See, exactly. You know, we all know what you're doing. Mm -hmm. uh, all right, anything back from Streamlabs? Streamlabs? Uh, mm -hmm. Nope. Okay. So are well, we good? I guess we're there. Oh, there yes. Yeah, Lots there you go. There you go. See, yeah, we knew what you were yeah. doing, Robert. Correct. I'll give you a shout you, Robert. Cinefanatics on Tuesday nights, good stuff. And uh, we love the <laughs> Cinefanatics here on C2A. So I wish I could ever watch live on that. It's always like the worst time for me because I go to work like like 15 minutes after it begins. I don't settle down into it until by the time I settle down into it, it's over. I hate it. But go see them. Go subscribe yeah, to them. Go, go watch it. We love them. Yes. I am there watching. However, I'm usually like doing dishes or something at the same time. So I'm not as active in the chat, but I promise you guys, I am there. I always give you a thumbs up. I always, do, so. <laughs> I always go back and watch later. So anyway, Me too. Uh, that's, that's it. All right. Well, thank you so much for joining us this Sunday night. It's been sure. a fun show. We had so much fun to talk about, plus a lot of speculating, which is always fun. So I'm glad we got a chance to do that. And Danielle, where can people find you online? What's up, y'all? You know me. You can find me on Twitter at DannyJoy, D-A-N-I-E-E-J-O-Y. You can also find me here on the Call to Action Network every Monday with my favorite co-host, Mr. Paul Tanusia, right down there. Uh, doing a show called Chill to Action, where we hang out with Schmodown, uh, Schmodown members of the family, competitors, all of that good stuff. And uh, just shoot shit and talk. So come and hang out with that. Yay! Perfect. And PLD, where can people find you? At Paul underscore to news you on Twitter. You can find me again with Dan Danny Joy at Chill to Action every week. Also, you can find me on Class Action, the show on the Action Industries YouTube channel on every Saturday, generally. Sometimes we do a live Sunday show. We will be doing a live show with Ben Bateman uh, next month or so. We're doing the top five Tony Scott movies, which I'm looking forward to doing. Um, and you can also find me on PLD Projects, where I've been doing my show out V. I'm also getting closer and closer to starting the Harris Dance. I've been threatening it for a while. I've got a few more thumbnails I've got to throw in there. I've got a few more technical things to work out how I want to do it. But the Harris Dance shall start soon. I will make you love it, Harris, as much as I do. Probably not possible, but I'll at least give it a, my good, good try. Good or try. lose his breath trying. Exactly. <laughs> die trying. And you can find me behind a, a J, J, Jameson bottle. So there you go. And always play PLD. Perfect. And you can find. And you can find me at KelseyKins90 on Twitter and Instagram. I'm also on the Call to Action Podcast Instagram, so you can interact with me there. Uh, I will be posting more of those fun videos on there probably, because why not? Because so, they were a lot of fun to make. Uh, T Public, we've got merch, so please check it out. You can get face masks. I noticed there's now two designs of face masks, so you can broaden your horizons with your face mask designs. That's pretty cool. Um, yeah, and I have my own YouTube channel. Uh, just search Kelsey Kirkland and click on my face. Please subscribe. Uh, we just did a ladies' night on there. That was a lot of fun. So if you missed that, please go back and rewatch it. It was 
we were, we, it was very diverse subject matter to say the least. Fun. But it was fun. <laughs> it was a lot of fun. And so keep an eye out on my channel for future ladies nights we may do. And I will do some of my own projects as well. All right. Well, thank you so much for joining us guys. And we'll see you later. Next time. Love you guys. Bye Ooh. everyone.